The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamore, a.k.a. Please do not be alive near me during work. Please thank you so much. Shout out to my friend Curtis, a.k.a. Um, I have a uh, not a benediction, but I do have a public service announcement. Um, thou shall not be mean as fuck then asking your co-workers for money. Please, thank you so much. And I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, hey, everybody. It's Candice. You can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. About that co-workers thing, you know, mm. you, what kind of ghetto are you in where your co-workers is asking for money? Like, I don't even <laughs> understand. I don't ever want anybody at my place of work to feel comfortable enough asking me for anything. Not a pen, not a pencil, not a piece of paper, not how my day was going. I don't even want to talk to you truthfully. I just want to come in here, do my job, and leave. So for God's sakes, please, don't you ever fix your mouth if we work together to ask me for $20. Thank you so much. Because I call them human resources and I'm claiming harassment. Especially when you have a reputation around the office for being mean as fuck. Like, mm, you, you you have more battles to fight than just to ask your coworkers for money. But that's not the hero that I'll, I'll share that with my friends in the group chat. But <clears throat> our third co-host and friend. Hey, y'all. It's Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent. Um, I feel like I've done too much last week, so I don't have any AKA. So AKA. <laughs> uh, Last week that was... is going to follow you honestly until we are old and decrepit and sh- should I outlive you I will be at the funeral like tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Curtis when I tell you oh, they had I'm me rewinding yeah. that part yes yes when I listen to the and then when the sound because it's just like Lily seemed like the type to get drunk and throw up on her man dick and be like uh, to my list, and I was just like, "Oh, he was laughing before he said the shit." He, <laughs> <laughs> that listen, that had me in tears. Oh my bad. Continue your introduction. I don't. I just pay the bills so we can. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of bills, you're listening to a CSPN Media production. Go to our website CSPN.us and click that podcast tab to listen to every episode of Ratchet Ramblings thus far. It's coming up on our one year anniversary. Um, and Candace has been behind the scenes, um, pulling out of her bag of niggatry to have something special for y'all. Um, so we're gonna do the damn thing when the time comes. And if you like what the hell we have to say about and these jokes that's gonna fly about these people on reality TV that be looking the fuck stupid, mosey on over to that keep our podcast free tab on the right side of our website. Shout out our men's sponsors from Blue Apron, Amazon, Busted Tees, Wink Wine Co. It's of no extra cost to you. It just gives the network a portion of the brick so we can keep the lights on so it can be free for you, the listener, and you won't have to pay to listen to my country ass sound like mm, a Gatorade bottle full of transmission fluid. Thank you so much, Curtis. Um, turkey necks. You sound like turkey necks. Smoke right. turkey necks. 
Thank you so much, Ken. That's rude. You don't need to tell him that he sound like Keely. I thought we was friends. Well, Keely is smoked pork. Jeremy is an upgrade. He sound like some smoked turkey next. You know, mm. so it, he ain't gonna stop your heart. He's just gonna give your food good flavor. That's Izzy. Wow. That's a compliment. In my OG voice, Izzy. That <laughs> weed. <laughs> oh, but speaking of, so to our listeners out there, if you have uh, some favorite moments from the first year of the show, tweet them to us. We're gonna compile a poll. And we're going to discuss uh, two to three of our favorite, mo- of your favorite moments from our first year as a podcast uh, on the anniversary show. So if you have some favorite moments, like mine is uh, Tamales. Mm-hmm. That was a really good moment. Um, Grown all you want to, motherfucker, but you said it. Give it to niggas. <laughs> you said it, and it's going in the history books, and that's just what it is. So if you have any other great moments you, you have from our first year, tweet them to us so we can put them in a poll and discuss them on the anniversary show. And um, yeah, so with that being said, let's some, <laughs> some things. Uh, first, guys, remember to use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod when you listen and tweet about the show so we can see what you guys have to say. We have a little bit of uh, stuff to get into before we get into the usual ramblings. So first up, we got a new review on Apple Podcasts uh, from a user called Hotels and Motels, which that name is flawless. Yeah. Anyway, it was five stars and they said, quote, check the title. I wish I could watch TV with them in real time. So shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll, you get you get a well done for that name. Well done. Yes, a well done. Uh next up. So I went on to the Ratchet Rambling Twitter page and I did a Twitter <laughs> poll. And I asked who's the worst slash shadiest host? <laughs> and you motherfuckers. What were the results, friend? Let's get to the results. I don't like y'all. <laughs> I'll get to the results. I don't like y'all. I Curtis t- was voted the shadiest and worst co-host on the show. And you had you won by a landslide too, right? It's like 60%. It was 57 fucking percent. I Same just... difference if we round up. Five to five, <laughs> round up. I just, I'm so confused because what are y'all listening to? Like Candace is right there. She's right there. Am I? Yes. Yes. OG voice. How you gonna use my own shit against y'all? <laughs> Jeremy was voted second at like twenty one percent or something, right? Twenty five, and Candace was eighteen percent. So at a at a marginal eighteen percent. I feel like y'all gave Candace do? a slide because London be over there sounding cute, and I don't appreciate it because. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to use your assets to your advantage. I Listen, mean, I haven't even been. An um, official member of the show for that long, and this how y'all do me. I don't official, unofficial, love official, official. I don't care. <laughs> so first and foremost, first and foremost, you getting a little bit too much glee out of this. I need you to tone it down. <laughs> That's first and motherfucking foremost. You've been on here more than enough for your true colors to shine through, and the people have spoken. This I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. 
who do recognize my kind and docile ways. Yeah. <laughs> she gonna, Thank you, Mike. She gonna ham it the fuck up. You know what? I don't. <laughs> this big head motherfucker over here talking crazy. Like I won't cancel Father's Day dinner. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna put it in a container and shit. <laughs> if you got to do any type of work, you just gonna be sitting over here hungry. Nigga <laughs> took Father's Day to heart. He ain't move all day. Evidence <laughs> right here, but I get fifty-seven percent. Okay, fifty. Well, I'm not the originator of uh, tamales, so that alone probably sealed your fate. Either that or Infinity Neck Rings. God yeah, damn. yeah, Infinity Neck Rings. Uh, smoke burn, burn but not destroy. Pull Keely. You have called Keely every type of pit masters, uh, barbecue that you could think of since Love and Hip Hop Atlanta premiere. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying that you're the worst person, but I'm saying what you brought to the show recently. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I'm y'all. not saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> <Fuck y'all. laughs> but in all fairness, it makes me feel like I need to step my ain't shit up because it's the ain't shit moments that makes the show what it is. So, um, oh, uh, ain't no telling what they're gonna say today. Well, I'm not, yeah, it, I'm not, mm, I'm gonna be over here eating my food like Mimi. Well, I mean, mm. is it some Keely in that burrito? <laughs> You're not gonna bait me in the sand, Doug. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> and so that was that. Ooh. We will revisit this poll um, in another few months and see, you know, how the how the results change if they change. So, but thank you for participating in that poll. Um, yeah, I guess. Thank y'all. On, on some on some up and up news, Beyonce and her spouse released that. <laughs> Don't do that. Released that joint album, and let me just say that shit I knocks. Was one person that did not want a joint album because I'm I'm on the opposite end where I feel like a lot of their collaborations are forced and don't sound that great, like. I remember she did a song with him on Kingdom Come. It was terrible. Then that liftoff song on Watch the Throne. And, you know, it. I was just kind of like... Not all of their collaborations are good. No, they're not. But this album, I was pleasantly surprised because it sounded like they were in a good space in yeah. their relationship and in their careers. And they have grown artistically and musically so it felt like it felt good like the music felt good sounded good and so let me just say i'm really pleased with the music jay-z and beyonce have been putting out and it i mean yeah it came at the expense of you know they he did some cheating and shit but they first of all they rebounded and they made people pay to be in their personal business we stand a black couple who is not going to let you invade their privacy for free. You know, I, 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 I agree. I, um, I, I came into this having, um, low expectations. Yeah. Yes. Th- thank you, friend. I had reservations, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, <laughs> but 
like I said, I had um, reservations, um, but I was pleasantly surprised, as Candace said. Um, I thought it was because one of my fears was it was going to be like all rapping Beyonce, which I don't mind rapping Beyonce. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I, w- I wanted a nice balance of rapping and singing Beyonce. And we got that. And we had a, a, a bit of parsley of Jay-Z. And I thought that worked. And we got a good project. And yeah, and I think we got more than more than a bit of parsley of Jay Z. We got Jay Z when we probably don't know we got Jay Z. Like, while I I love Beyonce, don't get me wrong, but rapping Beyonce is literally Jay Z. Like, yeah, yeah. like as as much yeah. as as much as you know, as much as Twitter likes to shit on Jay Z, um, in reality, off the internet, he's probably one of the greatest lyricists we'll ever see in hip hop. And um, when we get rapping Beyonce, you can tell that's Jay-Z helping her, writing for her, even probably helping her with the cadence to even say the shit. Like, you can hear it. And um, for that, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that Jay-Z allowed Beyonce to really shine in this joint venture. Like, yeah. he was there, but he wasn't in your face. He was he was giving good ad-libs and shit. Like, I yeah. was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this joint album was Jay Z standing for his wife. Me, I as well. I mean, that's how she and while she talking her shit. Yes, yeah. which which yeah. I am speaking of. Like I'm like Candace said, I know the internet um likes to shit on Jay Z, and, and I mean he, I mean at the very least he gonna catch these jokes, and I'm not, I'm never not here for joking on Jay Z, but I enjoy when either him or Beyonce or both of them together just talk cash shit. Um, and that's what we... Listen, this album, this joint album basically was like, look, uh, here we are. Y'all stay out our goddamn business and we're we going to... I don't, even, I don't even think they want people to stay out their business. I think that they've been so transparent that people have no choice but to shut up. Cause yeah, yeah. Like, this was a y'all shut up album. They, they are finally at a point where they're not allowing others to create the narrative for them. It's like, yeah, okay, I should have beat that bitch ass when I met the bitch who cheated on me with. She got lucky. And it's just kind of like, Yo, like bitch, what, yeah, can, yeah. What, can you, what can you make up at this point when they're saying there was some cheating? I made him work his ass off to, to keep me and his family. We're in a good place. Now listen to this music and shut the fuck up and put money in our pockets. Yeah, because I think that's also the narrative too, and especially on the internet, because a lot of people have been assuming that like, how could she take this nigga back just so casually? Well, if you actually listen to shit, not even just this joint album, but shit, Lemonade and Four Forty Four, like that nigga had to work his ass off just to get back in her good graces. So, because from from the narrative that's in the music, because they address everything in the music, like mm -hmm. literally. Yeah. From what it sounded like to me, after the shit went down, Beyonce turned into Carmen San Diego across Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that nigga was like, I had to sweat her to get her back. Like, meaning I had to literally work and chase after her mm-hmm. figuratively and literally. I had to do what she wanted and required and needed me to do to get yeah. my wife and my family back. It's clear that she put that nigga through the ringer. Right. And Didn't order. you say, uh, Curtis, one time that you know her ass a Virgo, so she probably put that, put his ass. Listen, up. she a Virgo and she from Houston. Like, come on, y'all. She yeah. ain't just roll yeah. over and let that shit happen. Y'all heard how mad she was on Lemonade. Like, come on. 
But anyway, this uh, joint project was dope, way better than I was expecting. I was hoping for something good, but I didn't want what they have usually been given because it's usually more pop. Yeah, you know, like uh, they, they her just... voice sound is so good, like on summertime. Like, I well, her voice is getting better with time. Like, we is... we stand for uh, a vocalist that still does vocal training. Yeah, she is constantly honing her craft because she sounded so soulful on summertime. Mm. I love that Beyonce is getting heavily back into R and B because I didn't, you know, the earlier parts of her career. She she did take over the pop world, and like she was that you know she became a global icon, considered a pop. She icon. had a plan. She had a plan, but now that she's solidified in her place in musical history and success, she's definitely getting back to her R and B roots, and I really appreciate her for that. And Dang. she's not what worthy. The fuck, she want to do. And not only that, there's some video footage um, of the On the Run 2 tour, and Blue is with a friend, and they are fucking jamming, and Blue taps her friend, is like, no, you gotta throw up the Dynasty sign, you gotta throw up the rock sign. <laughs> they start, and she starts throwing up the rock sign, and I'm like, you know what, we just stay in the whole Carter family. That is an adorable ass girl. That is a cute, mm-hmm. she is such a cutie pie, and she's so vibrant and full of life. And all that personality, I love it. I love seeing it. Yep. I, and them I twins are still under lock and key. You <laughs> pictures have leaked here and there of the twins, and it's like they are fucking cute. At least the little boy is with his little chunky self. I haven't seen um Rumi, but a picture leaked the sir when they were at the beach, and so he's a cute little chunky thing. But uh. All in all, thank you, Jay Z and Beyonce, for this mm-hmm. joint album because that Nas album stink. Mm. Okay. Oh, I didn't listen to it. I, you know, I listened to pieces here and there. One after that Khalees interview, I really am like, I don't really have anything for Nas, but and then I listened to it and I was like, this sounds like a Kanye West album featuring Nas, and keep that, like, just keep all of that. And he's like giving us. Hotep on the whole album. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. He's like, like, pseudo, like he has this one verse, some one song where he's talking about vaccines, and he is just loud and fucking wrong. Mm. And it's just like, and I'm just sitting here like, guys, Google exists. Like, research and information on vaccines and that doctor who falsified all that vaccine information and tried to link it to autism. And he was found out to be fraudulent and a liar and falsifying research and documentation. Like, all that is right on Google, open to the public. So why are we still discussing vaccines causing autism and shit like that? So, like, I just feel like when Nas first came out, we were so very young. Jeremy, you might not have been born yet, but I'm just saying. But for Curtis and I... Like when when I ruled, if I ruled the world, when all that shit came out, we were so very young, like 11, 12 or some shit like that. And I thought Nas was so woke, and God, was I wrong. That nigga is just a drunk, abusive hotep. Mm. Put that album in the trash if you got it. Mm. Yeah, I saw the lyrics. I, I didn't, I had no intentions on listening to the album, but I just saw some people discussing the lyrics on Twitter, and I was like, nope, nope. 
So, I mean, I'm with Candace. After the Khalees interview, I was pretty much done with Nas, so I don't have anything to add. I damn sure wasn't listening to the album. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't checking for Nas in this century, but after the Khalees interview, I was like, well, I, I didn't plan on listening to you any goddamn way. I damn sure ain't Nas, so, you know. The only thing I will say is, back in the gap, back in the, in the ether days, who would have thought that going forward, and then when they start getting up in age, that it would be Jay-Z where he is and Nas where he is. Yeah, Jay-Z can really look at Nas like scoreboard. Like, anyway, let's wrap up this with uh, what what are y'all's favorite songs from Everything is Love? Summertime, Nice, Friends, Love, Happy, Black Effect. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess um, I could do it like how me and Bianca do it on Crown of Collars. Um, my top three, my three favorite is uh, Summertime, uh, Nice, and it has to be, I will say um, Friends, but Boss is growing on me for some reason. The more I listen to the album, Boss is growing on me. Yeah, my top three are Ape Shit, Boss, and probably a toss-up between Friends and Love Happy. Um, I had an honorable mention for nice, but the only reason why it's not in my top three is because we didn't need Pharrell to come in. We didn't need that. And every time I listen to that song, he come in, I'm like, mm. that's fair. I like Pharrell, but I I feel like a- I don't like him. I don't like hearing him. I like him as a producer and a writer and whatever else he does behind the scene. I don't like him on the microphone. I don't like that quote unquote singing he be doing. I don't that happy song be want make make me want to slap somebody. Like I don't <laughs> like it. I want him to stay from in front of the fucking microphone. <laughs> you say you, you saying that uh, that happy song make you go ugh. ugh. Y'all, y'all not gonna bait me. <laughs> Keep on trying. That shit just gonna roll off my back like water on a motherfucking duck. <laughs> but fuck y'all. <laughs> anyway, speaking of fuck y'all, apparently Nicki Minaj is at it again. I don't know what's going on, so I'm gonna let y'all have it. Candace, go ahead, ladies first. <laughs> well, yes. so Nicki Minaj did that. She did an interview with Elle magazine, and basically in the magazine, she was slut shaming and was like. You know, I I was never aware that my lyrics and how I present myself musically made women want to start selling pussy and doing this and fucking any and everything and fucking for money. I just thought, you know, they listened to the music and, and that was it. But now I'm going to, I'm more aware and I want ladies to keep their legs closed and not feel like they need to fuck men for money. And I was just kind of like, okay, girl what well anyways the gay man i can't remember his name he follows me on twitter but he's a gay black man and so one let me say this Nicki minaj has a huge gay male following Mm -hmm. and so he he actually said he was a former fan and that interview really changed the way he looked at her and he critiqued the interview and very respectfully he wasn't calling her outer name calling her bitches fish none of that none of that shit he just said that she was being a hypocrite she made a she built an empire selling sex talking about sex uh telling women to have sex enjoy sex not fuck broke niggas and this that and the third just to turn around and tell women to keep their legs closed and don't be fucking men for money 
And she basically cussed him out on Twitter and was like, uh, fuck you, bitch. Suck my dick. Call them all type of assholes. And then told her fans to beat him like he stole something, which led to her stands Googling this man, posting his address, addresses associated with people that may know him and um, threatening to harm him and kill him, telling him to commit suicide and all this other shit. And when he said he was going to pursue legal action against her for inciting that kind of hysteria against him, the bitch deleted her tweets like a coward. Oh, but so I did see something. I don't know if it was real that I guess he posted like a GoFundMe link or something for legal fees to go after her. And she she donated five dollars. At least somebody with the name Nicki Minaj donated five dollars. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if any of it was real. And I don't know if it was really her that did it, but I remember see I saw that on the timeline. But I I don't Nikki is on the stick and shut in list for me, so I didn't go back and see what was going on. No, fair. Yeah, I I just I I really do not like Nikki and stuff like this is why. Because it's like first of all, like Candace said, like he critiqued her respectfully and valid um uh, validly validly. And it's like, cause it's true. Like Nikki has been, and I think maybe we talked about it on here um, before when she did something else, the fuck stupid probably. So I just can't remember. Like Nikki has rode this wave of, of sex positivity and adopting like queer culture. You know, you know, when, when I see, you know, uh, queer women talk about her the first thing. And I think they actually did. And a lot of queer women were mad with her. It's like, you've been faking this funk for so long, like riding this, oh, I'm going to be bi, um, but doing it under the guise of like appeasing for me and this shit. So it's like, you're going to do all this shit, then turn right back around and be a hypocrite and take back all this shit when you've ridden this wave, ridden our culture. Um, and I'm saying our, you know, paraphrasing because, you know, I don't want to speak for the community, but it's like you you doing all this shit, then going to turn right back around and tell people, oh, close your legs and all this respectability shit. Nikki, girl, fuck you. I just feel like she wouldn't have to do all of this if she put her effort into making good music and she's just not making good music Listen. and she is intimidated by there being other women in her lane. And like I said, like, in the style of rap that Nicki Minaj does, she didn't invent that. Lil' Kim was talking about a second dick years ago. Mm-hmm. Same with Foxy Brown and, you know, mm-hmm. some of these other female MCs. So it was just, it's just like this uh, this pompous stance she's constantly taking about this lane that she's in. It's very weird to me. And so now that Cardi B is selling sex and is not afraid to talk about sex and don't be fucking these broke-ass niggas and this, that, and the third, now, now she she's Yolanda Adams to the bullshit. Right. So just like Nikki girl, fuck you. Your music, your music is not this good to be for you to be carrying on this like this. And also, you damn near forty. Like you are too goddamn old to be having respectability politics. Leave that to the young birds. Like you, you, you damn near old enough to be somebody me, my girl. Shut up. And arguably, her solo music has never been good enough for all of these antics, but mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have nothing to add because sick and shut in, sick and shut in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, I don't have anything else before we get into the the usual. No, I'm ready. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have nothing to add, so yeah. let's get so, to the let's get to the getting. <clears throat> well, I'll say, you know, me and Candace usually pick the order, so this time, Jeremy, why don't you pick the first show for us to do? Um, well, um, since I have the least amount of notes, um, basketball wise, let's go ahead and get that out the way. All right. So. First and foremost, OG girl, you ugly and your style needs help. I just that that literally is my note, Curtis. That OG is ugly and her style is sick and shut in. That is literally my note. Like she's not a cute girl, and there's nothing she can really do about that. That's all fine and dandy, but her at least be stylish. Her aesthetic, I'd be like, ooh, the ghetto. Like we get it, you got a nice body, but just. She is very ugly, man. I don't listen. Listen, and that that Tierra wig situation, that wig, that wiggy era she had on, I was like, oh my! Like when she, like I I love how she tried to, I love how she tried to backtrack, like she didn't come from Malaysia's wig, and and both Malaysia and Evelyn was looking like my girl. (laughs) It's you know what it is. I feel like she's too fucking old to be wilding for respect. Like you, Jackie friend, you old as Jackie. Like you are being very fucking weird, right? And it's I I don't know if it's writing or because they're trying to do the, they're trying to give. I and I maybe I'm wrong. Y'all can correct me, but is it me or that with Jackie going to therapy and blah blah blah? They're trying to give her the treatment that they gave C's on Black Ink. They're trying, oh, yeah, to, trying to make her likable. Yeah, 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 we, already, yeah we already said that. Yeah, and then juxtaposing it to OG and her introduction and how she wild in these past these past few episodes, trying to like get her place or whatever. Uh, I wouldn't go that far because if there's if there's a balance of a uh, like a scale, what you're saying, I mm-hmm. would say I would argue that Jen is probably on the other end of that scale because Jen, yeah, has been okay. doing a lot. Shit. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. OG is just, I just think she, I don't want to say that I wouldn't put her in the same category as as Tokyo as far as the reality TV not getting to her. I just, I just don't think she knows how to move, how to maneuver. And she's used to being dominating, you know, playing football and everything. And she looked like she'd been tackled in the face. Well, hmm. Anyway, um, but Evelyn cracking up at that whole exchange. Listen, Evelyn thought Evelyn channeled her Mimi. She just sat there and ate her <laughs> drink. That, that was my kind of energy. And Malaysia, I mean, she did come for your wig when she was wearing what she was wearing, but Malaysia did have 40 pounds of bangs on. So, did that's fair. Um, Malaysia's wigs is very hit or miss. Yeah. So, for her to be acting like the wig connoisseur, and it's like, oh. Are you, do you really have the range? Like, right. are you? Are you? Did you? Did. Is he? <laughs> that was the that that, that, was, that was OG should have said. She was like, "Are you?" Oh yeah. So let me say, while we on OG, let me say this: she had a very valid point. She did not bring up Kristen's husband or kids. Nope. Kristen thought that was her cut card, and so Kristen is one of those. 
marriage is my ace in the hole weirdos like girl nobody mm-hmm. can you could be like the sky is blue and Kristen like well my husband says it's actually blue gray like, <laughs> right nobody really gives a fuck and so and they rolled that beautiful bean footage they sure the fuck did mm-hmm. they sure did and I was here for it yeah, was like, yeah, she was snarky but she she didn't kick that off nope yeah that was you because, like, to be honest, if, uh, to be honest, I feel like anybody probably would have. They probably would have said something worse than OG said. Because how are you trying to weaponize your husband and your kid during an argument, and then get mad when the person is snarky with you or sarcastic? Yeah. And all I ask is that you don't bring up my family, and I won't bring up yours. You brought up your own family. You child. brought up your, like that. Your husband and your child didn't have nothing to do with that argument. That was you oh. trying to act like I'm a better woman than you because I'm married and you not. And the Christian shit blew reminds, up in your face. Christian remind me of some of the married women or in a relationship women on Twitter that try to act better than other women. That's not. Or She's not acting. That's exactly how she is. Yeah. She definitely a woman that feels like a woman's worth and power is in being married like we it's one thing to be married and love being married and love your husband love your child blah 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 blah. it's another to feel like well because i have a ring on my finger that elevates me above the rest of you single bitches and it's like mm. i mean anybody who's been in a long-term relationship knows that i mean because mm. if we look at the statistics sister please Niggas is annoying, so I just really don't understand. Not to mention like, the fact that you sit up here toting your husband, and from what I can tell, y'all got tension anyway because you want another baby and he don't. So I really don't understand you trying to throw that in somebody else's face. Right. And don't OG got a got a man too? She does, and he so not ugly, which right. is a little confusing. But you know, <laughs> everyone, ugly people need love too. They need their I mean, monkey's wrench just like everybody else. I just wanna And she do have that body, so I just still wanna remind everybody that niggas is annoying. So there really <laughs> there really is no need to be throwing your husband, your significant other in nobody's face because your nigga probably be getting on your nerves once you leave that argument. Yep. Like she got into it with OG and went right home and her husband was like, We ain't don't need to have no more babies. Yep. Who did all that grandstanding for y'all to go home and get into an argument? Child mm-hmm. Child cheese, okay. Please. You know what? I re- I rescind my earlier comment about the juxtaposition with Jackie and inserting Jen. I actually would insert Kristen because yeah. I have forgotten yeah. it. It's not just the OG stuff; it's the shit with CC too. Oh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, but I, yeah. I'm just I just thought about that. I would put Kristen like I don't. Kristen is on some other shit. Like Jen was definitely on some other shit this episode, but. Kristen has consistently just been trash since her debut, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is surprising, but because yeah, it's like you, it, it's a, it's surprising when somebody is more consistently more trouble, especially for a debut when you on a show with Jackie Christian. Hello. So I mean, I mean, mm. and. I mean, from what I can tell, like Kristen, like is just she mad because OG is confident and Kristen is not because she pulled all her confidence from her marriage and her marriage is not going the way she wants to in terms of having kids. So you lashing out at this woman and she's like, girl, I don't even want no smoke with you. Like you the one who brought that nigga up. Not me. You know what? what Kristen is like. 
how can you have confidence looking the way you look? And I mean, we all thinking it, but OG is like, girl, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. So it's like, I, I don't even think that. Like, it's shit. It's, I mean, because if we're going to be honest, there's plenty of ugly motherfuckers with all of the confidence. Well, you know, so, like, there's plenty of people that look like Chris, because Kristen is beautiful. It's plenty of beautiful people that don't have a lot of confidence, and it's pr- plenty of ugly people that have all of it. So I wouldn't even say that. I just think Kristen, like I said, she thought, like Candace said, she thought she had an ace in a hole, and OG clocked that ass with a simple two words, Is and Kristen he? been mad as fuck since. Is he? <laughs> Is he? Yeah. And then she like, I'm speaking to you because I'm woman enough to do so. Bitch, OG was like, are- girl, leave me alone. <laughs> OG was like, bitch, I, listen, I don't have to speak to you. Period. OG was like, there's a reason why I didn't speak to you. Like, you can sit here trying to, again, grandstanding, like, well, I'm woman enough to say it was nice to see you, but you sitting up, you lying. So what the fuck is the purpose? You could have just sat there and said nothing. All right. Sat there and sip your drink. Speaking of sitting there and sipping your drink, Tammy. Tammy girl, fuck you too. So first and foremost, I did not know that Tammy was being um, promoted as an actress. Mm. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. No, mediocre gowns. <laughs> Rainbow gowns. City trends. <laughs> mm. Accurate. What is she acting besides retarded? That. Mm. Well done, Candace. Well done. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, because I'm sitting there and I'm like, what was the point of you telling OG that you would laugh if she got into a fight at the wig party? And then you sitting there using Kiki wrong, and that's why gays be clocking women, or really straight people. Because if you're gonna adopt or, or steal our lingo, at use at least use the shit right. I'm just gonna be in the back kiki and and laughing and kiki. You gonna kiki by yourself? That's not how that works. <laughs> when she said that, I was moron. like, I was like, that is exactly the opposite of like. That's not how kiki works. Dumb it as hell. Means, it literally means to be shadily talking and laughing about somebody that you're supposed to be cool with. Like, I was so confused. It's like, okay, that's not how any of this works. Please yeah. don't do this. Please like, stop. just leave leave the language to the community that knows how to use it if you don't know how to. Right. I, let me just say this. I'm kind of sick of Tammy already. Yeah, this I'm season. tired of Tammy. And she ain't even really been doing nothing. Because she get up it's and leave like in the middle she, of every scene. Yeah, it's just like when she <laughs> does do something, it's just like... Super annoying. I don't know what it is, but it's like annoying times too. Like, damn. Like, can you just go? Well, she does. Yeah, it's like, but can you just stay gone? Because it's like what? she get up and she shuffling them Pete like somebody me mom, but mm-hmm. got the wig or somebody me mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit, that hell, that shit. She need to be right along with that wig, that wig part of trying on wigs with OG Hill. Listen, the rest of, and, and when Malaysia had on that dread wig when the argument started, that okay, shit had me yeah, laughing. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Oh, that had me laughing because she did. She she had some weird look on her face, and then all I could see was them dreads, and I was like, "Wait." What also, Malaysia, I have a question. Mm. I I would like to know why you dress like Garnet from Steven Universe in one of the confessionals. I was like, <laughs> "What does she have on?" <laughs> 
Anyway, I know somebody else saw that. Y'all tweet me if y'all saw her dressed like Garnet in that one confessional. Ooh. Um. So yeah, Kristen, you full of shit, and you you can have a seat. Um. Jackie was being messy because ja- Jackie and Cece were being messy. Like Cece yeah. was being messy for trying to ask about that party at another party. Jackie was being messy for entertaining it. And then the shit just went left and somehow we got back to the happy ending rumor. Right. And Evelyn was looking like this again. And I, I, I was what, looking I, like this again. I felt Evelyn because I was like this again. And, and then I, Jen turned up and that's when I got real confused. Because right. Like right. it's one thing to be annoyed that the shit coming back up, but you calling this woman all kinds of stupid and stuff to her face. And I'm like, cause earlier in the in the episode when CC was doing that kickboxing, I'm like, Jen, this ain't what you want. Right. Like, y'all lucky that she has as much self-control as she does. Cause if shit went left, she would rock him and sock him that ass. Cause we know good and goddamn well, Jen ain't got no hands. She ain't got no hands. And clearly CC got more than enough. She got hands. She got hands on deck, a surplus of hands, if you will, and feet. Right. So I was just like, I, because I didn't understand, like, like I said, I get being annoyed by it because, again, Ev was too. I was Ev. I was like, yeah, everybody was annoyed because they, everybody agreed that the shit was dead. Everybody said their apologies. They explained where they got the shit from. And Cece just started going hard in the pain. It was like, you, your feelings still hurt about this came out of nowhere but jen was doing too much it was like she was like where did it come from it was like and i was like didn't we already already know where it came from so what is but i think but i think jen was performing she definitely was she definitely was i don't know for who but she definitely was you you claim you got a degree but like what do any of that got to do with this like stop doing the most yeah, like, right. Because Eb was annoyed by it too, but Eb didn't do that. I mean, she did bring up something. Was it may have been Evelyn that brought up the degree, and then Jen took that and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Eb did. That was it. But but I what I thought was interesting in that scene is that nobody has CC's back. Malaysia sat there quiet as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Kristen sat there quiet as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it they, wasn't and, until and actually, actually kind of turned on CC a little bit. Oh, now ain't no, ain't no conda. Kristen, <laughs> Kristen like, did a seven twenty and landed on the opposite side of the tracks from CC, and I was like, she was like, I, I, I want to have your back, but you don't have your own back. You're not standing doing? up for yourself. And CC said exactly what I was thinking. CC was like, just because I'm not saying what you want me to say, that mm-hmm. don't mean I'm not standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. You because don't have my back. I think, like again, like they know who to who to gang up on in in the group because Cece really internalized the shit. Hell yeah, I she really like, did. I would have been like, "Fuck you, old back dwelling bitches." Like, okay. Fuck, I'm getting money because that medical spot bringing in a whole bunch of fucking revenue. Listen, because if I was Cece, I'd have been like, "Jen, you don't need to speak to me when you over there looking like side duck. You can fuck off." <laughs> need to be married to me when you was you don't need to be saying shit to me when you was married to that nigga with that big ass knot on his fucking head hmm. Ooh, shit god damn it curse <laughs> i ain't gonna when you over there looking like your ex-husband with a wig on bitch we don't have nothing to discuss mm. 
Erica Williams. Mm, please, thank you so much. Like, it just, I wouldn't even still be discussing it because none of you bitches have uh, attained your financial wealth without laying on your back. So I'm just not even finna discuss with you anything. Right. Like, right. no offense, and I and I understand you gotta get it how you live, but I'm not over here knocking how y'all came into y'all money, so what, like, what exactly are you worried about how I'm running my business for? And if it was, if it were me, I'd have been like, listen, we squashed this, but if it comes up again, um, you will be hearing from my lawyer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, that would have been the end of it. Yep. So I, that was. I got to if I got to file a, a libel and defamation suit against you. Hello. So you the fuck up speaking on my business, then that's just what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be when you get this cute cease and desist. Mm-hmm. And when I see y'all, I'm gonna call you cease and you desist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, speaking of ceasing and desisting, Evelyn's daughter. Oh. Smart girl, is she? I, all I'm gonna say is good luck, everybody, because I don't want Evelyn to come beat trying to beat me the fuck up. But just good luck, everybody. What's Hold it? on, Evelyn's daughter. I thought it was that was hey. Evelyn's daughter that she was talking to her eggs about. Yeah, talking to her. Oh, about okay, her okay. Eggs. okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of a different scene. My bad. I'm thinking of a different scene. My bad. Yeah. Continue. Um, pretty girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I was just like, good luck, everybody. Said, is your eggs in the freezer? She's like, oh, I thought you brought them home. And I was like, girl. Mm, ooh, ooh. Like, ooh, the mental ghetto. Ooh. The public school system has failed us. Ooh. Well, oh, mm. no. Anyway, I don't have nothing else for basketball wives because that was pretty much all that happened. Yeah, um, I do have next week. I, and I know Candace was happy watching the preview because the shit looked like it about to hit the fan with Jen. Finally. <laughs> and Evelyn looking guilty as fuck. Evelyn was looking guilty like, girl, we was supposed to be friends. Right. She was looking like, do I got to beat your ass now? <laughs> Tell him again. Like again, Evelyn had beat Jen up before when they were still in Miami. <laughs> Threw a whole ass wine bottle, full wine bottle at her ass. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm excited about the episode, uh, tomorrow's episode. And, uh, that's all I have. Yeah, for I don't that. have nothing else. Yeah, I had the least amount of notes, so I was like, let's let's go with that first. All right. Well, where are we going next? Um, I get we can get we can get Potomac out the way. What happened on Potomac? Look at my notes. I have I have very very well. First and foremost, Candace and that dumbass tagline still bothers me. Like every time that show come on, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you saying? What does that mean? What was it? I'm not the whole. Don't put me in a box because I'm the total pack. What does that mean? No one knows. Not even her. What kind of hotel ass shit? Not she, no hotel nah. shit. That's some dummy shit. <laughs> some dumb ass shit. What is that? What is it? Okay, let me go make. That's one, that's one of them old, old Facebook ass. You know, on um, Facebook used to have like it'll give you a round that quote generator thing from Facebook. That's what that. That's what that is. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like the ghetto. Anyway, I didn't know Karen was married to Uncle Ben, so that was a revelation to me. Oh, yeah. Um, The black Bill Gates who owe all them taxes. And another confessional look and another mismatch of her neck and body. And I just... Mm. How you that lighting came at your foundation? They they got a bunch of shades. Listen, Fenty Beauty is not out here prospering for you to be looking two-toned like that. Looking like a two tone dick. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm trying to be good. Nice. Um, Monique husband. First of all, I don't like Monique at all. Like <laughs> she, yeah. she is not, not a likable motherfucker. She is not likable, and her husband definitely sound like one of the Orukai from Lord of the Rings. Good luck. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that Sherman and Kendall had only been divorced for four years. I don't know why it felt like the way that it was presented, I guess, felt like they had been divorced for a lot longer than that. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how Sherman ass pulled Giselle and Kendall because he ugly, but you know. Well, you know, we had a conversation earlier about, you know, never mind. And I want to know what the park after dark situation is. So hopefully they expand a little bit more on that in a future episode. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? They were saying something about, I guess, Giselle and Kendall have known each other and Giselle didn't let Kendall know that she was dating Sherman. And I just had a question on that. Cause I'm like, it doesn't seem like they were friends. It seems like they were acquaintances. Yeah. So I'm like, did she really owe her that? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, they weren't that close. So right, like a couple, y'all see each other at, at at parties in beautiful gowns, but that don't make us. I don't know. Friends. I don't know. We're not. Yeah. It's like I don't. I don't think you owe owe an acquaintance or even somebody that you just seen in passing. I don't think you owe them that. Like, oh, I I was fucking with this nigga. I don't. I don't think you owe them that. Now, if it's a friend. Mm. If it's a friend, you shouldn't be doing the shit in the first place. He's right, that's why I said. Mm. <laughs> but if it's but, an acquaintance, like bitch, I don't have no allegiance to you. I don't owe you anything. So I thought that that was kind of weird. I get what they were saying, like we run in the same circle, but running in the same circle doesn't equate to friend. Right. Speaking of uh, not equating to friend, uh, when Sharice, Sharice <laughs> <laughs> and them cogs was turning because she was looking at Monique. <laughs> And I was like, finally, you see yeah. mm-hmm. real fu- she looked real funny in the light. Mm-hmm. And Sharice was looking like, I know this bitch. She was like, I know you fucking lying. Sharice was like, so you have a, a hurricane relief event and you invite all my friends? Like, what part of, she was looking like, what part of the game is this? And then we do something else and you inviting my friends? Like, why are you inviting my friends to your shit? Independently at that, you're not even inviting them through me. I was like, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that fallout because Sharice gonna be like, so are we really friends? Or are you just trying to use me for my connections? Cause, mm-hmm. um, I will say Karen looked very good at the event. I don't know what's going on in them confession. Whoever that makeup artist is, she need to fire them. Amy, Amy. Right. Um, when. <laughs> when they were sitting at that table eating that food and it sounded it sounded shady because they were like oh we have to write our checks out to your personal for-profit business instead of to the charity and karen was like i do my shit the way i want to do it y'all being some heifers right now i was like whoa i was like this 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 feels if hmm it feels a little fan con. <laughs> we need that sound clip that Curtis had in the group chat. <laughs> 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 it just I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It just if that felt a what little fan con. 
your niggy sense. Especially because you got real upset and all they was doing trying to do was ask you some questions. Like, that's not your business. And Mo- as much as I don't like Monique, she had a point. She was like, it's not my business, but you want me to write a check. Like, I'm confused. Right. I am confused. Help me understand. Help me understand. Total help me sing. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace, I, I'm actually tired of Candace. I'm tired of Candace. I'm tired of this wedding. I'm tired of her refusing to acknowledge that she cannot afford this super lavish wedding that she wants. Like they went in that that uh venue and she was like, "Well, the whole ceiling needs to have flowers." And her is her fiance named Chris. His name Dead Beat. Yes, that yeah. too. Mo Jizzle. Dead Meat. Mm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and he he started breaking down them calculations. It was like sixty. It's gonna be sixty thousand dollars just for food, out of a one hundred and like sixty five thousand dollar budget. Like, come on, girl. What was that? What's that eating gold? Shit, <laughs> vibranium, man. Something, cause I'm like, I don't know what y'all serving for two hundred dollar per person plates, right? Shit, Shit I'm like that. This is, is this an empowerment lunch? What is going on here? Listen, for $200 a plate, everybody better leave that bitch with wings. <laughs> right. <laughs> $200 a plate and 300 guests? Get the fuck out of here. Why do y'all have 300 guests? Anyway, so she getting on my nerves with that shit. Yeah, I don't I don't care for Candace at all. Like she just she her her and I don't know again, storyline writing, whatever. I'm just bored with her on her situation. Yeah. Her like the the skinny girls, Candace and Monique, they I don't I don't have nothing for them. They both whack. Uh speaking of whack, Ashley's husband he, he whacked her over the head because he was like when he said, I don't want you raising my children the way your mother raised you, I was like, Ooh. Ooh. I said this ugly decrepit white man is spicy as hell. You know how you know how you know how low you got to be for an old white man to be spicy. To be spicy. And drag you like god damn. Like imagine sitting across from a motherfucker that looked like some fucking tilapia. <laughs> telling you he don't want to have no baby with you because your mama raised you raggedy. <laughs> He don't want you raising his kids. Imagine a fucking gall. You let a colonizer talk to you in old kind of way. But that's you know what? And again, like she gonna have to pick and choose how what kind of life she trying to lead. She won't struggle like her mama, or she, or she want to be uh living living comfortably with somebody that love her. Because uh, I agree. Like it's just a certain it's just a certain level of responsibility. I, I I want to raise London with, and I don't want to be a burden on her and inflict on her life as I get older. And Ashley, mama, not even old enough for her to be carrying on the way she's carrying on. Right. I don't, I mean, he absolutely had a point. She's, like, she's doing that absolutely because she knows that she can. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, the like if we get to a point where somebody like you know what I I don't want to raise my kid like your mama raised you. <clears throat> First, I'm gonna smack you in the mouth. Hmm. And then I'm gonna do some soul searching because he right, but still he was right. I mean, he, he, but, he was right, but but, but still, watch like, your mouth, watch your goddamn mouth. That's my mama, after all. Don't play with me about that. Don't like, play. if you want to have a conversation about you know some shit that's going on, and my mom is just being out of order, we can have that conversation. But you're not gonna talk to me or talk about her like that in front of me. Like, I I don't wanna 
Like, I don't want to, like, challenge her blackness, but I just can't imagine any black woman or anybody, anybody black, period. Because well, you know a nigga ain't going to talk to his uh his wife yes. about her mama. So right. And I just... just unspoken, that's just an unspoken rule. Right. And I just can't imagine a black woman, a grown-ass black woman letting anybody... Like I said, first of all, a black man ain't going to do that anyway, but just letting anybody just talk about their mama, talk about about they mama to them in their face like that and it not be violence. Like, I just can't imagine. When you need a check. Uh, yeah. Because she's already admitted if they break up, she's going to be slumping <laughs> it with her mama. So She's going to be sleeping in the hotel with her mom. So. She's going to be sleeping in the hallway. Right. <laughs> um, good to hell luck, everybody. Uh, Robin and Giselle, I, I don't like both of them, but they were being trash. Like they were being so dramatic, planning a whole confrontation of Karen at her event. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? Like, we're gonna go, we're gonna say we need to talk to you right now. At her event, I don't get it. I don't get it. They both look dumb as fuck. All right. Um Great. shout out to Sharice, because clearly she went and bought her an IG model to bring to Karen's event. <laughs> right. And then Karen was being messy at her own event, inviting uh, Kendall. Talk, talk a seventh grade. Like, you did that specifically to be messy and to have drama. And then email Giselle to tell her that the woman was going to be there. Like, <laughs> we can all agree that she was being old and messy. <laughs> right. Karen, like, she be having a couple of points sometimes, but she just... But she she... She goes against her own points because right. she just can't help. She can't help but be messy. I feel like Karen, Karen spends a lot of time trying to match Giselle's level of shade yeah. and mess. Yeah, and it's like if you just do your own thing, you won't. You wouldn't have all these problems because you not you're not gonna be on Giselle's level. And it's, that's not to say that Giselle is untouchable because she absolutely is not. But this is not what you should aspire to. Right, like you gotta. Don't you owe the IRS like millions of ducks? Like, enough, oh, right? Know. I was like, if I owe that much damn money, I ain't got time. Listen, <laughs> that is not where my where my priority lies. At the fuck off, right? But rich people, or I should say, affluent people, they they have interesting existences. Because if I owe, listen, listen, when I tell you, because I just had to pay some bills. And them bills been looming, and I barely want to show my face anywhere. And they wasn't millions of dollars. If I owed millions of dollars, I wouldn't want to leave my house. But right. they live different lives, and they, you know, it's like the more money they owe the IRS, the more they out there showing their ass and wearing beautiful gowns and shit. And it's like, okay. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's it. Uh, I think some com- confrontations are coming up on there, but I forgot because the episode was pretty boring, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah, it's been pretty. Potomac has been pretty, man. Yeah, like it, it, it rose, and now I, it's kind of like in that mid-season lull. Yeah. So I, I'm expecting there to be some drama to pop off to liven the season back up as it starts to get to the point of closing out. But right now, it's just kind of like, eh. I mean, eh. I could have had yeah. a V8, but whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much a V8 splash because regular V8 is nasty as fuck. Anyway, uh, what's next, Jeremy? Um, let's mosey on over to um, 
Cause last week we uh did uh Black in Chicago last. So this week let's do let's say love and hip hop for last. So let's go ahead and get Black Ink out the way. All right. Um So first and foremost, oh, go ahead, Curse. I was just gonna say Don. Um Don boy fuck you. Telling Ashley fuck you to her face is not the way to go about keeping your kids in right. like I just like it's like Done. I'm having a hard time, you know, resoluting with you that you want to think about your family and keep your family together when you was out cheating on Ashley. Right. Well, not only just that you was cheating, but you clearly have not been on your 444 shit. So, right. Like, you clearly have not. I mean, I don't know. So I'm opposed to this and y'all can agree or disagree, but I feel like what's going on right now and Ashley trying to get out is really showing how Don really feels about Ashley because I don't I don't see and I don't hear no remorse and I don't see and I don't hear any love when he addresses Ashley because he not sorry. Just back up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to see if you, if we all were uh, thinking the same thing because I'm like this nigga don't give a fuck about her. Yeah. He, he loves his kids. He wanted yeah. kids. Yeah. That was all, I was just about to say like he don't want her to go nowhere with his kids, but he don't really give a fuck about her. But again, it just goes back to what I was saying before. My theory that he leaked that Snapchat video on purpose because he didn't want to be in that marriage. And to be, I mean, I don't really. I mean, I don't. I don't blame him for not wanting to be married to Ashley. But it's like, we, it's like we said before, does Ashley deserve to be cheated on? No, but we don't give a fuck that she got cheated on. Yeah, I mean... I mean, if he cheated, he cheated. And, and did. And did. Yeah. And Although, did. however, that girl looking funny in the light. Oh, yeah. Tashe looking real too funny. We, 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 we gave her a little, we probably gave her a little bit too much last, last episode. Although I wouldn't, she, I wouldn't say that. We gave her we gave exactly what she deserved based on the information that we had at the time. I yeah. will say this. We didn't give her too much. She, we, she's a, a mistress and she does what mistresses do when the shit blows up. Mm-hmm. She tries to paint a different picture. So that she can maybe have the the man that she's being a mistress to. She wants to be with Don, and Don was just trying to get his rocks off. Yes, because you know you're right in a a kinky way. Because listen, because you're right. Because what was presented to us last week, yeah. But this week, and most of it last week was Ashley looking the fuck stupid. Yeah, but this week we wasn't giving to Shay too much. We was clowning Ashley. And that still stands because she still looked stupid, even though Tashay was lying. Right, but correct. And fast forward this week, Tashay yeah, girl. Tashay asked. Now she did pop up looking pregnant as hell. Dom was like, "Oh, so you just gonna pop up <laughs> pregnant?" <laughs> Nigga said, "We could do this upstairs. I'm not about to do this in front of my friends." Right. Mad guilty. Mad guilty. Mm-hmm. But she was looking like a deer in headlights when Dom started. You he know, was, he was like, "You told her we've been messing around since 2016. True or false?" And, and she was like, uh, then that nigga gave a real timeline. That nigga said, I met you when I pierced your nipples last year. Last July, I think he said. Yeah, yeah. last July. Nigga said, that's when I met you. So how we been messing around for a year? That nigga said, and that nigga was like, I met you last July when I pierced your nipples. True or false? 
when she was like, true. She was like, she was like I don't understand the question. When that <laughs> nigga said, you told my wife that you was pregnant and I gave you money for an abortion, true or false? She got quiet as a church. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's We like, talked about it in the pregame because if I'm not mistaken, when she showed that uh, cash app receipt. cash app receipt it was for like $130 and I should have clocked it then but Ashley was was looking so damn stupid I, it didn't even register I was like but we talked about it in the pregame I was like what what kind of abortion you getting for $130 sis right. a, a hot wire hanger uh huh wire hanger a bathtub abortion Right, that's terrible. I feel like we are terrible people. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's what the people—it's what the people come for. So you speak for yourself. I'm just asking questions. I'm inquisitive. I mean, the poll spoke for you. Uh, So let's know what (laughs) (laughs) you set yourself over there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, when Curtis brought it to my attention that it said 130 dollars, I was like, child. He gave her uh, nail and feet money. Yep. You he, was like, like, he was like, I'm going to have you in these handcuffs, so go get your nails and your feet done so that they look pretty. Right. He definitely looked like he sucked toes. Oh, he do. Yeah. Oh, I he looked like the type that put everything in his mouth. All right. Because you can't even call that. You couldn't even call that hush money. Yeah, nope. that ain't even hush money. That ain't even enough for somebody not to even hit your wife in the DMs. Nope. That's how that's how I know she really is feeling down or whatever. And while they may not have been messing around for a year, like she said, they definitely was having conversation prior to linking up and even after because she could have been ran in Ashley DMs. Mm-hmm. Like, hey girl, I'm fucking your husband. Right. She probably takes him down after that nigga was got out of church with Ashley and shit. <laughs> hmm It's like <laughs> that nigga was coming home from church having phone sex with her. Mm-hmm. She was, she was like, I know you just got out of church. Can you spell the rod? Uh-huh. J- Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Now that's the show title. You earned that for yourself. Wow, wow. I write it down, but we got Curtis, a whole another Curtis show. Is really Curtis is really not giving us nothing to go with this week. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not. Fuck y'all. He, he trying to make it a point to not say you are. That. You are limiting <laughs> your greatness. <laughs> he, he is six, censoring himself. Six weeks in a row is enough. Shit. <laughs> Leave me alone. Shit. Because <laughs> normally, if he will be back. Because normally, shoot, we damn near all in here. He would have had a, something I would have wrote down for a potential show title by now. <laughs> no, he is really, he is staunchly holding on to the fact that he is not going to give us the energy today. Right. You'll sure be back fuck next not. week. You'll be back. Look, Candace, he, he, they he always do, come back. Candace, he doing that for the show, but then in the group chat, this nigga going to be wilding. Just watch. And if a good show title come up before the shit posted tomorrow in that group chat, Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's not about to type no more. Right. I sure <laughs> not. No, he finna mute the damn chat. I sure am gonna be on do not disturb. Might even be airplane mode, just in case y'all get crafty. <laughs> you got damn right. Mm. Mm. Well, right. well good good luck everybody. Anyways, yeah. Speaking so- of good luck, everybody, so um 
uh, what's the girl name? Danielle. Danielle. Huh. <laughs> uh, let me say this. I don't like Danielle, nope. but Danielle reacted exactly how you should in a situation like that. Yes, I grew up with that. Did yes. not, she did not give Velvet no energy, and you could see the color drain from Velvet's face when Danielle wouldn't play into her bullshit. Because Velvet wanted a show. Like, yeah, Velvet wanted a show. Mm-hmm. She absolutely Velvet, did. I'm going to tell you what I figured out about Velvet. Velvet was going to use any means necessary to one, get on black ink, to two, get some, some black ink meat in her mouth. And so Cobra was her first victim because she was trying to smash Don and Four and everybody goddamn else in the shop. Yep, and they rolled that bean. She sure did. She was shaking her ass in I front of Nikki. She was desperate when she went to Terrence because that motherfucker is annoying. He is a typical annoying light skinned man. And and one of the ugliest niggas on the show. Yeah, he is very unattractive to me. Is he? He is unattractive. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he looked like, like he looked like um He looked like a Rocco. dumb. He looked like Rocco's modern life. <laughs> he looked like Rocco. <laughs> he look a little He always looked dusty. He looks zesty, but you know. Yeah, what, no. that's a yeah. Um, thank you for saying it. I try not to, you know, since I'm not. That does. I mean, I, and that doesn't. When I say zesty, that don't necessarily mean his sexuality. He just looks zesty. No, he just looks. I what's the word? I can't figure out the word. I don't know if it's zesty. He just looks annoying. Like that he just too. looks like he's really fucking annoying all of the time. Yeah, which I mean would make sense because Dan. I mean Danielle annoying too. So Ooh, Danielle weave and her hair texture never match, and for that I will always have a problem with her. You know what Danielle look like? Oh, Danielle yeah. look like. <laughs> Come on with it. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You got to now. What does Danielle look like, friend? Fuck. God damn it. Oh. Come on, friend. <laughs> what does Danielle look like, Curtis? Hashtag ask Curtis. Y'all ain't hashtag, shit. Hashtag content. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> Golly, y'all some, y'all some raggedy motherfuckers. I just want y'all to know. Anyway. I understand. It's fine. Um, you know the show DuckTales? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Nah, finish it up. How you no half? <laughs> I mean, what else needs to be said? She looked like... Every character from DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. All of them. <laughs> She definitely looked like one of Scrooge McDuck nieces. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, ooh, ooh. accurate, accurate. She looks like mm. Scrooge McDaniel. But, okay, let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, write it down. Give, give Curtis partial. Give Curtis partial credit. No, I don't have no credit on that. I didn't say shit. Don't give me none of that, Ricky. I wouldn't Bobby. even thought of DuckTales if uh, you hadn't brought it up. I wouldn't have thought of tomatoes if you wouldn't have brought up uh, whatever you. What did you say? Nothing. You said something. <laughs> yeah, because it was you that brought up throwing up. <laughs> yeah, he got a point. I, what did I? Because I was just like, this is getting dark. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, you, she, yeah, you did bring that up on your own, Curtis. Cause I just listened to it before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, was just like, oh, this is getting dark. no, because yeah. Candace said something about she always getting drunk and throwing up. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I listened to it like yeah. seventy times. And, and it's through the alley oop and you slam dunked it. Correct. Mm. Nothing will compare to that. It's gonna mm. be a good while. But anyway, anyways, y'all are trash. Yeah, she, she definitely handled that how I would have handled that. Yeah. I'm not finna get into it with you or him in this public place. Terrence, bring your funky ass on. We finna get go home and I'm finna get on your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I wrote that down. She handled that very nice because cause, cause Velvet definitely wanted wanted a show. Velvet definitely wanted some... She wanted a show. Yeah. First of all, randomly showing up at Lily's apartment. Is that still yeah. Cobra's apartment? Yeah, but Cobra, she said Cobra was in Texas because Cobra's like, well, if the shop ain't open, fuck y'all. <laughs> Let right. me know when right. I have a place to work and I'll be back. Right. In the and meantime, so, I'm going to go collect some money. Right. And so and we know she worked, up. We, we know she working because you know Cobra, one of the best artists on the show, so you know she working. Yeah. So Velvet shows up and it was, that shit was, who, I want to know who wrote that. Because she was like, oh, well, what you drinking? Yeah, it was, so, it was like it was so forced. Yeah, it was like whatever she said. Can I have some? Lily was like, "Girl, what?" Although I do have to clock Lily because you said you didn't want to be involved with the girl and we want no mess, but then you let her come in anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you Sorry. looking funny in the light with that ugly ass goddamn tattoo. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of, when they cut to her trying to take pictures on the couch of that thigh ass tattoo. <laughs> That hamstring tattoo. <laughs> that ass tattoo. I was like, what the fuck? I was hollering. I'm like, bitch, how, like, how hard is it to just stand up on the floor and do it? <laughs> I was I like, was really confused. It's too much. And I figured out what it was. It's because it's the design is ugly. Like, like Cobra did a good job, but the design is fucking ugly. Why would and you? Then put, it's on- it looks li- like literal graffiti. Why would you put that on the back of your goddamn legs? And then you're not even tall. You don't have no ass. You don't have no nice thick thighs. Lily is built like a Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's just built like that Mucinex booger thing. <laughs> built real bad. She's built like an end table. Feel very bad and it's very offensive. Mm. Like with the, you know, like if you if somebody like if somebody came over to your house and like spilled some drink on one of your tables, it would be Lily. Okay. She built like a a cavatappi noodle. She just looks real bad. I just that is so specific. Yo, <laughs> I was just about to say that is wild specific. Built bad. I just don't care for Lily. How you really feel it. about Lily, Candace? God damn. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it ain't no secret. I just really don't care for the drunk bitch. It's just <laughs> like this. Like, and I don't like passive aggressively messy motherfuckers. Like, be messy or shut up. Shut the fuck up and eat your food. Like, I'm like, and when he, what he tell you do? Shut my fat ass up. And what you did? I shut my fat ass up. Like, that's how I feel about Lily. Like, I'd have been like, girl. You don't have to get the fuck up out of here. I'm not getting in none of this and shit, girl. Bye. Or I'd have been like, oh, oh, we finna set it off, baby. Right. I'd have been like, no, Cobra not here, and I don't know you like that, so you can't come in. 
or right. gonna be. I would have been like text Kobe whatever you need to tell her. Bye. Right. Bye. Now what I will say is she did tell um what's the child name Velvet if you're gonna do this, don't pop up no she damn well. Tell, call that bitch polyester. Listen, Pop- hilarious. Velvet definitely graduated from the Jasmine School of Popping the Fuck. Right, because Lily told her, like, if you're going to do this, don't pop up no damn well. If you're going to do this, it's already going to be messy, but at least go about it in the least messiest way possible. And what the fuck did Velvet do? The complete goddamn opposite. But Lily knew what the fuck was about to happen. She was just talking about how Velvet got almost got beat the fuck up by, uh, by Nikki. By Nikki. Like, she knew mm-hmm. what was finna get popping. But like I said, she was, on, she was being passive-aggressive. And I was just like, okay, bitch. No, I, I don't know. Maybe she was depressed because she ain't got no job. <laughs> no ass. And an ugly, ugly ass tattoo. And no junior. And no junior. <laughs> <laughs> sick and shut in. Mm. Speaking of sick and shut in. um, So they were packing up the shop. <laughs> Curtis, if, you, if we wrote the same note down, I swear to God, but continue. All I had to say was like, I just thought it was real funny. They were sitting there packing the shop, having their it's so hard to say goodbye moment. And they still could not admit any fault in why things are the way that they are. Listen, I went out to listen. I was laughing like a motherfucker that whole scene because I was like, good. That's what the fuck you niggas get. Like I said last week. Y'all wouldn't be in this goddamn situation if y'all would just sat there and ate y'all goddamn food instead of siding with a bitch with big teeth and big guns. That's what y'all get. Except for Van. Well, except for, mm. He don't need, he don't look like he need anything to eat. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Don't write that down. That ain't nothing. God, nigga, what are you doing? Leave me alone. No. <laughs> No, you think Bruh. you finna you think you finna just sit down and shut up and eat your food? You got us really fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's not what we signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was gonna say you about to uh you um don't wanna give us your normal self. Nah, he was talking about nigga cat. Yeah, I was talking about nigga cat. He on here pouncing on me and shit. Like, bro, you see I'm busy? Uh, nigga cat ain't never cared about you being busy. That's fact. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, don't he, care about shit. He, he is gonna do what he came to do always. Yeah, I mean, well, his name is Nigga Cat, so you know. He and he does like to try to rule with an iron fist until Curtis turn up. <laughs> Take me there, I love it. That's true. But, but anyway, I was like, y'all. I, I was laughing. I was laughing because, in like Charmaine talking about, and the reason we in this situation is because of Ryan Puck is, is it or is it you should have just sat down at your goddamn food? Like, they really sound just, like, like a villain from Scooby Doo. They're so fucking bitter. Like, here's like, <laughs> like, I just can't take the bitterness. Like, y'all spent the last, what, two seasons dragging this man every time he did something y'all didn't like instead of sitting down talking to him like adults and trying to make Mm -hmm. decisions in the shop going behind his back and doing shit. You had no business doing acting like you own the shop. Nigga said my name off of it. Here you go. Get it. How you live. Now it's his fault. Still y'all, he can't Mm -hmm. win for fucking losing. Y'all don't want to respect him as a boss, but then you get a chance to be your own boss. And now you mad at him for letting, giving y'all the opportunity to be, to boss up and handle your business. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I would hate to be that pathetic. Yep. 
And well, since we're here, first of all, hold on, I got to get this off my soul. Uh oh, Van, <laughs> Chicago Rilla. This fashion line that you said could be the next Louis Vuitton. Listen, when he said that, I fucking screamed. When he said that, Louis I was with, with some. Louis Vuitton is the next and only Louis Vuitton. There will never be another Louis Vuitton. Not only that, but we're not going to sit here and act like you're not just trying to revive Bathing Apes and call it Chicago Rilla. (laughs) First of all, the name is just fucking stupid. It's ugly, just like Van, but that's neither here nor there. Chicago Rilla. And then Charmaine funky ass coming there, literally being funky. (laughs) It's like this. Charmaine look like she smelled like a Chicago Rilla. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I can't find a lot, so you know. Charmaine look like. I, you mm. know what? Lord mm. Jesus. Uh oh. Let me say this. I mm. love that black women have started embracing our natural hair, that we're embracing our natural hair. we starting to leave all the chemicals alone and see these textures and these. But, Charmaine. Mm. Sweetie, you are looking like the black girl with a bunch of white friends who try to wash and go their hair. Sweetie. Sweetie. Oh, is that her natural hair? I thought that was just a cheap wig. No, that's her. She said at the beginning of the new season, she's going, she's she's natural and she's like showing women that they could be beautiful without wigs. Mm. Sweetie. Are you? Are you? Is it? Is he? Is she? Is she? Really? Come on. That shit trash. Bring some. Most black women with natural hair cannot wash and go. Let's just make this fucking understood and get it out the way. Even if you have a curlier texture of hair, typically as a black woman, you cannot wash and go your hair. You got to put some conditioner and shit in it. You got to play with it. You got to get the shit right. Very few natural hair black women have wash and go hair. And you are no exception. I don't care how light skinned you think you are. Baby, you need to put some good conditioner in that fucking bird nest that's sitting on top of your goddamn head. Yeah. That shit look like it's gonna catch fire. Thank uh, you. Speaking of catching fire, it seemed like every episode Charmaine farting and got gases. I feel like if you light a match around the bitch, she gonna go up in flames. Right. That's because the bitch is ugly on the inside. <laughs> Her insides. <laughs> it's rotten away. <laughs> She just gaseous as fuck. <laughs> she literally full of shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Literally and figuratively full of shit. You gaseous Speaking of being full of shit, bye, Nikki. Yeah, who, who, like that little shit that you tried to pull. Oh, I'm going to go in the booth and I'm going to rap. Put I'm going to rap. I'm sorry. drinking your face. I'm just right. Like, you can't complain. You going to like you still abusive, you still controlling, you still manipulative, and you still possessive. So I'm not even trying to be funny, but how can I say this? Uh-oh. Certain career decisions I don't owe you no explanation or conversation about. Either you on board, either you own the money train or you ain't. That's just, that's just all that boils down to. But so- Jeremy called it last week when uh when he said that shit and she took it as like we breaking up or something mm-hmm. I gotta go to LA cause that's yep. literally how she reacted mm-hmm. like, oh you did this and you didn't even think about me and it's like are you in the booth? No we saw what happened when your ass get in the booth Ooh, the ghetto 
Shit. I just, it's just certain shit I'm not about to love. And then the nigga just found love, love your love your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, or whatever dearly. But certain decisions you have to make for yourself. Certain certain things when it comes to advancing your career and your dreams and your goals. It, the only person that might play into it is your kids. Everybody else, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I can't he find her. And he ain't got no kids. So he really didn't owe Nikki no explanation. Florida told her, hey, I'm about to go to LA and work with a famous producer on the project. And so, you know, hold down the fort here and, you know, come out and visit or whatever. But Because she was going to do that anyway. Exactly. Because she ain't got nowhere to stay. I mean, and I mean, listen, no shade, but whatever they gonna have going on because we already know Big Fish gonna reopen the shop and they gonna have another spot or whatever uh, that is gonna be pennies compared to what Ford could potentially do with someone with like London on the track so, so mm-hmm. last week I had um did we talk about this last week I don't know but if we did just stop me in my tracks but I went to Ford's Instagram and he's in pictures with two chains, basically alluding to the fact that they work did some work together. And I know she's on the sick and shut in list, but he was in pictures with Nicki Minaj and he alluded to the fact that they oh, did yeah, some work I together. Picture. Yeah, that they did some work together. And um it's like for for a small town rapper in Chicago, those big looks. hmm Also Ryan tattooed Nicki Minaj. Yes. Um, Yep. Hopefully not on her fake ass, but mm. but uh, he tattooed, and so I know I feel like Van is probably throwing up because for Don and Ryan still appear to be very very close. No, 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 because no, because Van was there too. Like they right this past week, they all went to Jamaica, and and Van was in one of the pictures. Yeah, but I still feel like he thought that when Ryan closed that shop, he was going to be able to turn everybody against Ryan. Like, fuck Ryan. Look what he did to us. He got us out here jobless mm-hmm. and shit. And for and Don is still like, and Junior is still like, yeah, that's still my nigga. Now I'm mad forever. Mm-hmm. So, I know I, Van <clears throat> throwing up a little bit on the inside. I feel like Van might be throwing up a little bit on the inside, but I feel like probably the two that's mostly Thrown up on the inside is probably Danielle and uh, Charmaine. Yeah, like, which really yeah. makes no sense for either one of them because neither one of you bitches can tattoo, so I don't get it. Right. So speaking of Junior, shout well, out to Van can't tattoo either. Oh, yeah. But... yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. With them ugly ass clothes, I was like, nigga, are you selling bootleg trunk fit? Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Nigga said, I got a mortgage. I got. A... I say, bitch, you live in an apartment. You got rent. Mm-hmm. Right? You drive a Ford Focus. Yeah. What you mean he drive a Ford Focus? Van drives a little bitch car. <laughs> but how does he fit in it? <laughs> little bitch car got me screaming. Go back and watch one of the episodes where he pull up dressed like Mary J. Blige. He gets out of a little bitch car and Ryan is always getting out of a Jeep. <laughs> That description got Lee screaming cannon. What the hell is wrong with you? He drives like he drives a little bitch car. He aside from being fat, Van is a is is little in stature. He's like short. Yeah, he's so short because Ryan don't I'm look very tall. So I'm not surprised he drives no Honda Civic. 
Oh man, that's because he regular as fuck. That was fucking hilarious. Oh shit! He like which he do look like a piece of fiber. Mm-hmm. He looked like a polyp. I think there's a cancer on the shop. So, well, that's true. But, um, we didn't. Want- we didn't. Oh, shout out to Ryan finding his new nine mag space. Yep. Yeah. And shout out to Rachel being like, I mean, if you look, if you like it, I love it, but don't you dare do the same shit you did last yeah. time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Rachel is not with the shit this time. She like, yeah, you need to run a tight ship this time. Uh huh. The looks of it, the new shop, he just got a whole new lineup of dope artists. Uh huh. And, and I caught that. I caught that shade around through. Was it? It was even Ryan or Rachel when he was going over the the make the makeup of the shop and how he wanted to see. He was like, he said a, have, real, a real yes, yeah. He, he said what? He he was like, this time I'm getting a real receptionist. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. He did. He did. Uh, but I always be so confused because I'm like, Danielle, you a reception? I, anyway, go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say, and also from the previews, it looked like. Rachel, not only is Rachel not with the shits with Ryan, she also not with the shits with the rest of the cast. Because oh, she absolutely is not. She's she was like what you said last week, Curtis. Like, should there be clownery? Mm. I'm with the shits. Should <laughs> there be clownery? I'm gonna be the one that bite back. Right, chomp, chomp, bitch. What she said in the preview, she was like, "Oh, oh here go the bitch." I think I, it, it was even directed at Charmaine or Danielle, one or two. Hopefully both. Right, because we already know they're going to get beat the fuck up. By I can't, oh, I can't wait. I kind of <laughs> wish that they was going to get beat the fuck up by Rachel, too, but I also don't want to see Rachel stoop to that level. Right. We'll so, do a fuck if, if Lily do, because it's Lily. Lily already down there. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Lily being drunk and fighting them and then throwing up. <laughs> you know what that <laughs> you know what that remind me of one of them games that's like based off of like when they take a show and they make a like a fighting game out of it and it, one of Lily <laughs> one of her moves would be throwing up <laughs> that would be, be a super move a special move, move called, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> y'all trash as fuck <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine her in Mortal Kombat throwing up? <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, like, so how do you do it? Down, forward, down, A. <laughs> like, what's the like, like? Her move would be like how Scorpion would like he take off his mask and then just uh, shoot the flame. Mm. That would be literally. It'd be a steady stream of vomit. <laughs> Vomitality. <laughs> Puketality. Yuck. <laughs> Be sure they're looking like uh, Baraka and shit. That's not nice. Yeah, you're right. That was, I mean, I've said it worse. So. If anybody looked like Baraka, it's Danielle. Uh, mm. Her weed. Her face. Her body. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, I think what else did I have? I don't, I don't think I had yeah, I don't think I had anything else. Like Van like Oh, Van. I did have one more thing. I was screaming at Ryan calling the old mag a, a tramp stamp. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Like he was like, fuck them motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him, shit. And I, I don't either. And shit, I also I can't wait to see him next, uh, see him Wednesday hit a uh, season with the end. So the fuck face when he like, once you cross that line, and Ryan like, okay, and so right. the fuck. And when he telling Van and them, I don't give a fuck. I felt that shit. That nigga said, "We'll do something about it," and Van fat ass stormed off. All right, like a little, like the little, like the little porky bitch he is, like he always do. Uh, he he, I think that's the other reason I don't like Van. He he, one of them niggas where he all talk but don't do shit. Yeah, all bark and no bite. Right. Only thing he biting into is some ribs. Right. Oh oh goddamn, porky pig built bitch. I can't stand Van. So I will say, um, even though I don't appreciate y'all throwing last week in my face, right. <laughs> that it, it was Sorry. it was funny when Candace clocked me when I, when I said if Van don't calm down he gonna end up like Alex on the beach. Woo! Yo, I was I was I was definitely on some other shit. He was sleeping. He was sleeping. I was very tired. I was very tired. I had just drove down from Dallas. I was tired as hell. Yeah. I mean, I ain't taking it back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just know the source. Just know the source. Oh, but that's all I have for Black King. Like I said, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready for next week to see. I'm really just ready to see Rachel just turn up and just be like, do something. The bitch, she said, the bitch is here. What's up? I'm right. Oh. Right. Right. I'm ready for, I'm ready for all the nine mag to have their faces cracked. When they see Ryan, because not only they know they know not to try Ryan when it comes to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's why when they had that last meeting uh, at the end of the season last year, that everybody was quiet as a as a whole in church because they know good and goddamn well. One thing you can say a lot of things about Ryan, but he don't play when it comes to Rachel. And Rachel was not with the shit, Siva. She was just I was looking at say Rachel must got some killers for real because. <laughs> Cause she was looking at cat like do something, bitch. I dare you, do something. Come across the table if you want to. I dare uh, you. Rachel got some killers. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, everybody know not to take not not too much on Rachel. You gonna fuck around? Should there be clownery? No, you gonna no. fuck around. There will be clownery <laughs> at you your funeral. Fuck around to get found. <laughs> so speaking of clowns. <clears throat> Because I don't have nothing else for Black King. So let's move into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, shall we? We shall. Um, I just want to say off the bat, um, Rashida, sweetie, um, you and trying to play healer to everybody because you read Jasmine for Filth. I get it, sis, but um, of all the people you should know, sometimes motherfuckers just ain't going to get along. And you should t- should have taken a page from Mimi and just sat there and ate your food. But that's probably you should work on your own fucking marriage because you got the worst problems of them all. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I feel like Rashida was doing all that because she was like, "I done paid for all you motherfuckers to be here. <laughs> Y'all gonna get along." It, <laughs> it wasn't right. Don't get me wrong, but but yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know, I was trying to be nice, but yeah, Candace, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to backtrack because. 
that whole thing that's that's i think is probably a good climax i want to start with um just britney (laughs) now this hurts my heart because she is a fellow houstonian girl fuck you (laughs) i don't know how the fuck we went from don't bring that bitch to Oh, I'd have got to know her, and I kind of like the bitch. Excuse me, what? That was a smooth seven. What you said earlier, Curtis, a seven twenty. Like, how the fuck did you turn around and land on Team Jasmine? How? How? Like, you know everything that Jasmine has done, and the intentions that she did it with, and you gonna come talking about? Oh, I kind of like her now that I got to know her. Sis, what? Yeah. And that's why you were on Instagram looking the fuck stupid trying to <laughs> rap like Nicki Minaj in that dirty ass hotel room. You have disgraced Houston. And I damn near want to say you need to get beat the fuck up, but it's not that bad. But just know that I'm thinking it. And you need to get some new wigs. There are other primary colors. You need to explore them. The yellow and the orange is tired. I don't know about this rap shit that you're trying to do. I really like, you know what? <laughs> and it's not because it's shady, but it's just I'm fucking howling on the inside of primary colors. <laughs> oh. I think it's I think what's what makes it so funny is that Curtis is taking it in personally because he was like, you, if you go look stupid, at least don't look stupid and be a fellow Houstonian. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Shit, bitch, keep that shit for Dallas or something. <laughs> the fuck? Because Curtis is upset. It's like, how you gonna be from my city and be this the fuck stupid? The fuck stupid. But yeah, I don't get her being on t- Team Jam. Also, never mm, say it. Say it. We here now. You might as well say it. I mean, Candy's kind of. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand y'all, mother. <laughs> what we do? This has been hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I can't admit. I mean, she from up. Uh, you know what? No, I don't even feel bad because you out here got Houston looking the fuck stupid. And that's why you look like a Furby now. <laughs> a Furby now. <laughs> When the Furby bites. All right. All right. When you do the Furby. Okay, friend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> when you do when you do wiggery. Ooh, because that wig was the fuck terrible. But anyhow, um, I agree. I don't I don't get going from don't bring her to my event or don't bring her to um team her. Um, uh, unless what was presented to us before was 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 fake, oh, and yeah. she really didn't have any issue with Jasmine. She was just like, I mean, oh, well, it it was never presented that she had an issue with Jasmine. She was just like, don't bring that bitch. But it's a whole different thing to go from I don't really know her, but don't bring her because I know she always popping up on Rashida, and that's my girl too. I'm Team Jasmine. Yeah, like if you're gonna take a side in the shit, how the fuck you take Jasmine's side? Yeah, she should have been. It, yeah, mm. and, and especially now, 
especially now. Especially like, now of all time. Like if you were gonna if you were gonna be Team Jasmine Witch girl, but if you were gonna do that, you it should have been earlier than now because now it just looks you look funny in the light. You look real fun. Well, that weird look. <laughs> I cannot listen. That when we <laughs> listen, listeners. Just go to just it's it's on and it on just Britney on Instagram, can yeah. Go to her just Britney Instagram and see that shit. <laughs> she was trying to rap like Nikki. Yeah, and if you want to see fun. somebody rap like Nikki with a rainbow wig with their neck going like they have a goddamn bobblehead, then it was enjoy. just terrible. Curtis, Curtis, me and Curtis, when Candace showed us that shit, we was in her goddamn screaming. Them lyrics, I was like. <laughs> Sita, please. Good good luck. Good, you don't have to redeem yourself to me, just Brittany, because right now you're looking like just trash. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just. Yeah, anyway. I, 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 I was about to say, I hope that's the last we see of Jasmine, but according to the preview, that's not going to be the case because we're going to see her again next week. But, I'm so tired of her. Go away. At least she's not going to pop up on nobody this time. And she, like, somebody going to pop up on her. It's going to say, yeah, this time she getting popped up. But then again, it's still somebody I don't like. Kirk, older daughter with her raggedy ass. Yeah. Because I don't get how you go from like, fuck that bitch to. And like I get it, you want to see your brother, but it's like still, but you, I don't know, it's it's weird. I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, but anyway, speaking of weird, so first of all, first of all, these niggas go on a goddamn um, cowboy trail. In the middle of no goddamn where Texas. I don't know where the fuck them motherfuckers was. I was going to say, Curtis, do you have any idea where the fuck they were? I have no idea. I even missed the name of this, uh, of wherever they were. I thought it said Bastrop, but I was like, no, I don't think Bastrop. It might be. I don't know. All I know is I was screaming because Sean Gary was reading Carly's ass for goddamn filth on that bus. And you know what I was here for? Because I'm like, Carly, what? Shut the fuck up! Like golly, like and you antagonizing this nigga. Like if you don't, if y'all don't broke up and y'all don't want nothing to do, and you don't want nothing to do with this nigga, then why the fuck you antagonizing him? Like I don't get that. Right, but that was writing because I don't see no other reason why Sean Garrett would have even agreed to ride in that bus. He could have rolled on Rashida's bus. Right. Honestly, he had a shoot. He with all his credits and stuff, he probably had enough money to get his own goddamn bus. To be honest, I mean, well, you know, that's trip and camaraderie and whatever. But I'm like, I'm sure not to be riding on no bus with no bitch. I just broke the fuck up with. And then she antagonizing me and giving me third degree and stuff and while simultaneously trying to throw herself at Jock in front of me, like girl. Right, you too damn old, Carly. You too, you too damn old to be this messy and this goddamn childish. Right, like your first priority need to be why your eyebrows have you looking like a goddamn jack o' lantern in your confessionals. Bad look, Carly. I can't even say good look. Bad, bad look, Carly. Bad look. I mean, she, she gonna do that regardless because that's just how she is. But, yeah, mm. but um, I just and so these the bus breakdown was it Rashida the Rashida and them bus breakdown. Yeah, they had a blowout. Yes, yeah, they had a blowout, and these niggas done travel. 
Them got that they travel. They on on the goddamn farm. That um some shacks on the prairie. Cause I can't, I can't even say little house. These yeah. <laughs> and listen, I he he trash, and we'll get into him later on. But BK BK is me because my friends will tell you anytime I'm going somewhere, the first thing out my goddamn mouth is, is do these niggas have Wi Fi? I was like, that is me. I'll be asking for Wi Fi like a motherfucker. They were definitely staying at one of the cabins from Oregon Trail. Yeah. But uh <laughs> but that, <laughs> but, but, but I was like I was like in that moment, BK Brasco, I, I too I sympathize with you in that moment. Now you still trash and fuck you, but I felt you in that moment because I'm always asking for some goddamn Wi Fi. I feel like the BK and BK Brasco stands for boys no. <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. They know. That's how you got 57% of the vote. Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, so I was just going to, you know. What's next? <laughs> um. Also, speaking of Kirk and Rashida, I. Why was Rashida sleeping in that bunk bed? <laughs> I'm like, girl, you don't even know how to be mad right. Like, what the fuck? That's why, that's why, listen, that's why I can only give Rashida so much because it's fuck Kirk and Jasmine, but girl, you be looking the fuck stupid. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I don't give a damn how small I am and how big you are. You gonna cramp your ass, you gonna fold your ass up like a praying mantis and get in that bunk bed. All right. I mean, the nigga already looked like a burnt fridge, Ryan. Shit. He 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 know how to be confined. Listen, Listen. and and let, let 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 me say this. VH1 girl, fuck y'all. Cause what I never needed to know is what Kirk Frost looked like early in the morning. <laughs> Cause that nigga looked like a piece of partially burnt turkey bacon. And I was like, what the fuck? Facts crusty, are- crusty and dusty. I didn't need that in my life. I didn't need my vision assaulted with that. I didn't get LASIK so that I could see that shit clearly. The fuck, Kurt looked like you know. How some, you ever seen somebody that don't don't believe in washing their damn pants? That's what Kurt looked like. Somebody he, look like he don't believe in washing his face. <laughs> we talking about pants. <laughs> Facts are present. Facts that nigga look like a fresh scab. The fuck. <laughs> All right, Chris. Okay. All right. I was upset. Clearly, I mean, I don't blame him because Kurt looked like the type of nigga to just make you mad just for him breathing, existing, picking up space, just everything on top of him being a trash ass nigga. So it's Kirk just- looked like one of them niggas that they go to sleep and they wake up and they have that crust in their mouth, mm-hmm. but it's like the kind of crust that like, like how Gucci Gucci Man mouth was before he discovered water. Listen, because Gucci Man used to be on Alka-Seltzer status. Oof, oof. Talk, listen, growth. Thank God. Thank you, Gucci, for getting new teeth and a new perspective on life. Right. Because, oof. Because, goddamn, if you wasn't looking like something that we needed to call a Ghostbusters on. Right. Oof. The ghetto. He, he definitely was looking like the Musinex commercial. Because, oof. He was. Because, goddamn. You, you know what that is? Growth. I mean, Ooh. I mean, mm. 
But anyway, you call um, it growth, I call it jail, but it's fine. <laughs> I got half mine to make that shit show. <laughs> oh, God damn, y'all niggas. I can't say shit. <laughs> you call it growth. Well, I swear, Curtis, I swear. Whew. But anyway, yeah, I just, I like I said, I can only give Rashida so much because it's like you can't be mad, right? That tape is still on that goddamn TV, and I'm I can't get over that. Like you read Jasmine, and she deserved to be read, but you also too, and as well, you still are allowing this nigga to exist in your presence. And I just, I'm, and I just as as he said. Because he was like, I'm surprised that she didn't send me back to Atlanta when Jasmine popped up. And I'm like, she should have. And I got this in my notes. Listen, it probably won't because we know Jasmine pop up when the fuck she feel like it, which girl. But okay. all this could be probably avoided if you would just be a father to that goddamn boy. All this shit probably would be avoided. Maybe. Probably. Likely. So I'm not even trying to be funny, and I don't, I don't mean to be a dick about this, but Rashida is not going. Rashida's not divorcing Kirk. She's not putting Kirk out. Like, go father your other kid. Like, let's just stop with the semantics and the antics at this point. You know that she a weak bitch, and she's not putting you out, which is why you showed up with a moving truck and moved your shit back in. And she was like, "Well, all right, but stay on your side on the house." Right. <laughs> Here's this masking tape. <laughs> so it's, here's your hat, your side of the TV. All this performing that you that you doing at this point, and not seeing this kid, and not doing your like not going around and shit like just cut it out. That's like, what we'll keep dragging. You, are, you already made a baby owner. If she ain't put you out by now, you might as well go on to be a father to the little fucking boy. All right, because oh, I okay. think that's what, and like I say, likely, you know, we'll like can say likely we'll keep Jasmine away. It might not, because again, we know she'd pop up every goddamn well. But more than likely, it will probably keep her from popping up and getting on Rashida's goddamn nerve. Just go be a fucking father. Like that's all the fuck you need to do. But you he is convinced in his head, well, I in order to keep my marriage, I have to ignore my son. No. Cause Rashida, cause like you know, unfortunately, Rashida is you know like my friend said, you know, a weak, a weak bitch. She's not going no damn well. So all you got to do is go be a fucking father. That's all the fuck you have to do, and you won't even do that. Just like a fuck nigga. Yeah, that's I mean, yep. So, but I had that in my notes because that just and it was just a small scene, but that scene with them just irked my my nerves for several different reasons. One for Rashida, it hurt my nerve at her because girl, it hurt my nerve at Kurt because fuck that nigga. And it made me, it re-irked me, even though she wasn't in the scene, it re-irked me with Jasmine. It's like all all y'all looking to fuck stupid for various different reasons. And all this nigga got to do is go see his goddamn child. I'll, Come on, re-irk. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, you know, so. Moving on. Um... <clears throat> You know, all mess ends and begins with Carly Red. And at this point, it's quite a feat that literally all of the mess, some kind, way, shape, form, or fashion, involves Carly Red. 
Because mm-hmm. Carly Red, for the most part, is more or less the reason that Tokyo and Spice even have friction in the first damn place. No, that's 100% her fault. Because if she hadn't have been going back, running back, and instigating and exaggerating about how Tokyo was talking about Spice, Spice wouldn't have taken, which, and I have, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me scroll the notes because okay. first, first and foremost, Spice, get beat the fuck up because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I thought it was very interesting later when they had that. Well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I'll save it for when we get there. Go ahead, Jeremy. Um, because first of all, Rashid, first of all, I got to go back to Rashid a little bit. First of all, Rashid, a girl. You <laughs> listen, them white folks thought they were just gonna have a nice little 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 shindy. They was gonna cook some. I, you know what? I almost made a keely joke. I'm not gonna do that. Growth. Like we just here to cook some camper stew. You're right, and and some what what lady? Beans. That white lady, a packing pistol, whatever her Patricia, whatever the fuck her, that white lady name was. She was just there to have a good time, and you niggas. <laughs> You niggas, you niggas decide to to, to fight and uh, listen. Um, sh- Tokyo, sh- listen, Tokyo. I, I think hopefully this season won't break her, and maybe this might be her first and last season. But I don't think reality and Candace has been driving this point home pretty much all season. Reality TV ain't got to Tokyo yet. I hope, and honestly, I hope it don't. Cause she is very firm. Uh, she is very stern, um, and she is very matter of factly. And I don't think that resonates with someone like uh, Spice, who is very what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Foolish. The, um, very the fuck stupid <laughs> for that because spice do a lot of mental gymnastics to get around shit and tokyo is kind of like look this is what i said this is what i meant take it or leave it it is what the fuck it is i told you i kept reiterating to you over and over again i don't have any issue with you and from what you telling me the main bitch that both of us need to be mad at is fucking carly but yet you still have an issue with me right like imagine going through all this and having this much smoke because the girl called you paprika like come on it's not even that serious because she if she wanted to she could have really she could have really went for you she could have called you a blue ass kirby (laughs) she could have called you an ugly ass bitch she could have done a whole lot more and all of it would have been accurate and all of it would have been accurate so I just Spice did have good aim because she threw the fuck out of that plate. I still don't like the bitch, but she threw the fuck out of that plate. I gotta call a spade a spade. Yeah, and she did. She did. She was like, she was like, I learned. Listen, she was like, I was, I learned from Sierra when Sierra clocked Keely outside the head when that goddamn first. And she had that aim. But again, we got an honest and genuine and raw reaction because Tokyo was pissed. Look, like the, the lady who told us about uh Tommy not being on the show because she drank too goddamn much had to come out and be like, calm down. And boys know Brasco was like, it's me, it's me. I was like, do y'all be having girl talk or something? I'm confused. <laughs> I've never seen them two like 
have any kind of relationship. He like, it's me. Like, like, is that your good Judy? Like, let me know something. Cause this is this is looking a little funny in the light. Just like you. Mm-hmm. But even it's, before, it's, you know what? Let me not say that. But <laughs> before we, but like <laughs> Curtis, because I was thinking the same shit. <laughs> but uh, but Tokyo said like I I am sorry, Rashida, that I didn't pop up to your show to your event, but I had a mishap. Uh, right, and then Spice, a mishap, and I was like, oh, girl, can't you just shut the fuck up? You would go again. Like she was really like, I mean, to me, it looked like Spice really does whatever she can to antagonize uh, Tokyo. I won't hold you. I won't hold you. Because you really could have just let her say what she had to say, say her apology. I mean, I mean, she did lie because it was a mishap. <laughs> it was. And what the other thing that pisses me off about Spice is that she's sitting here like, well, you threw a purse at me. So that transcends and that trumps everything else. And it's like, so you just, but she won't acknowledge the fact that she was sitting there making fat jokes and all kinds of shit. Like you deserve to have that purse thrown at you. You deserve to get uppercutted through a fucking wall. Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, but here's the other thing though. Like I, I get that. But once you, once you, once you feel like violence is the proper way to deal with disrespect, you got to be ready for whatever come back in, in return to that. Like it's two sides to that car. I mean that's like, true, but it's not like talking, somebody talking shit to you, calling you fat, or even 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 cursing you out or calling you out your name. That shit is blatant disrespect. But you gotta realize what happens once you intend once you take the actions to make it physical. You nobody the person that you trying to attack doesn't owe you anything. And I don't like spice. But once Tokyo felt like she was gonna put her hands on that woman and fight that woman. It kind of is on some. Uh, every time I see you, it's uh, it's gonna be smoke. Oh. So. I mean, that's true, but it's not like Tokyo is acting like there shouldn't be. Yeah, what I would say to that is, and to me, it's like Tokyo is like, yeah, what. Yeah, what I did, yeah, that was fucked up. But you also played a part in it. Like Tokyo isn't saying like she didn't hit the girl. She's owning that. And it's like one part to me. Nah, I could be wrong, but it's like to me, one party is saying, okay, both of us did a thing and it's fucked up, but let we still should not have any issue. And the other party is saying, no, well, it's all on you. Well, well, I do. So here, I I do I like Tokyo. Don't care for spice. But Tokyo on the lowest of keys is on some passive aggressive bullshit as well because when she said the shit in front of Carly and Carly brought it back, um, she should have owned she owned it finally, but she she really downplayed what she said because when they rolled That's the cameras fair. back, when they rolled the cameras back, it wasn't no fuck everybody, <laughs> I'm good. It was like. Fuck a spice, fuck a Tobias, fuck everybody, fuck you, fuck. And like she kind of downplayed how she was spinning it. And but I don't think she felt like Carly would carry that bone back. That's and fair. Wish she, and wish she did, because Carly, I don't remember Carly spinning it like no, she was dragging the fuck out of you. She said exactly what Tokyo said. She she said what Tokyo said, but she right. did kind of put some spice on it. Like she didn't twist spice. I mean, not spice. She didn't twist Tokyo words. She did say it verbatim, but it's Carly because Carly did put a little spice on it. She did. But it's not only that because we talked about it. How spice 
took it and made it more than what it was just because Tobias was in her ear. Like we yeah. can't. But we that's can't also that's that also part of influence too, though. Like, I don't, yeah, like I don't, I don't. Like I said, I don't fuck with spice. But if you try to put your hands on me, well, that's just gonna be an issue we have every time. And she got a lick back. She popped her ass and she popped her ass in the head with a burrito. Like every <laughs> everything should be even now. But yeah. it's just kind of and then uh, this whole. So I I do like Tokyo, but she's not nearly as secure as she is trying to paint herself as and is very evident in in this season like and you know because it's like okay i'm not even trying to be funny but like the the least worst thing you're gonna ever be able to call me is fat like that's just not something that's gonna ruffle my feathers so when she had that breakdown i just kind of felt bad because i was like she's still fighting with her self-esteem like She's 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 still struggling with it, but I still feel like Spice and Tokyo need to beat Carly up. Yeah, that like, I feel like that's the end consensus to all of this because yeah. Carly is doing a lot and Sierra yeah. too. Sierra, yeah, girl. I was about to say I was I was gonna, I was gonna get to that because I got it in my notes too. Now Sierra girl, now granted it came from a well. List, I don't care list. about I don't care about. A, Eskimo, whatever, Eskimika, Eskimika back end. <laughs> like, but what I will say is she had a point. Like, yes. If you my friend, you my friend. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Don't call the bitch that I'm beefing with to talk against me. That's mm-hmm. corny. That That's some corny bitch shit. Right. If you calling Spice talking about, yeah, Tokyo was wrong. You shouldn't have, she shouldn't have did that, but you was wrong too. That's not even a conversation you should have had with Spice. If you was calling the, if you was gonna call Spice, it should have been to check her. If she would have brought up Tokyo, you'd have been like, "I'm, I got my friend. I'm, but I'm talking about what the fuck you did. Right. Like that's what I want to discuss. I'm not finna sit on this phone and talk to you about no fucking Tokyo. I'm gonna talk about the fact that my friend came and sat at that table and you started taking digs at her about her weight and everything else. What, like what's up why you got so much beef for her then she would have been like well Carly told me she said this this and this like Sierra <clears throat> Sierra looking funny in the light yeah that for all the shit that she, for all the shit that she played she, out different yeah yeah for all the shit that she talked about Carly it's like shit Sierra you move, you moving just like her cause that's some Carly Red shit I don't think she as bad as Carly like with the ambushing and shit like she ambushed her but it was it was I don't know but it was just like Carly is like the boss level of messy bitches. Carly Red and Burnt Sierra. <laughs> Burnt Sienna. That bitch, that bitch foundation do look like that color crayon. <laughs> the bitch just look red and chalky. <laughs> Mostly chalky. But I was just like, why not just, like, if you gonna call Spice, just you should have called Spice and checked her for how she was trying to carry your friend who hadn't said nothing to you. Right, because I'm not about to, about to. I'm not about to discuss my friend doing something wrong to you when you started the bullshit. I'd have been like, "Spice, you dead wrong." My homegirl came to the table and you start disrespecting her, taking low blows at her weight and all kind of shit. She she didn't even get a word out her mouth to you. You mm-hmm. started it. Yeah, and then because like, um, what else was I saying? Yeah, like Sierra and I. If anybody. Like I said, it, it, you have to consider the source of where it came from, but you 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 are in the middle of some mess. You you are in the middle, like you 
you not only are you 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 running back and relaying information, you're in the middle, you're trying to not pick a side, but then picking a side. So it's like, is it Uchiwale or one mic? Yes or no, sis? You know what Sierra look like? Uh oh. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. She. <laughs> I mean, since we pulled up. Speaking of pulling up, so you know the ice cream truck back in the day, and you would get one of them like pops that's supposed to look like somebody, but you open it and be looking like melted and shit, like a Spider Man pop or some shit. Right, but the eyes be like uneven and (laughs) it be looking like Quasimodo. Yeah, that's what she does. (laughs) A disgruntled ice cream pop, pretty much. Well, she do. She is not a mm. mediocre mm. gowns. Mediocre Medi- gowns. Oof, oof. Not even adequate. Not even adequate gowns. Nope. Mediocre gowns. Mediocre gowns. <clears throat> mm. But I, mediocre foundation. No, that's poor foundation. <laughs> Water sixes on level foundation. That's poor foundation because she definitely looked like a chalkboard. Like golly, oof. that is a faulty infrastructure. But all that being said, still Estelita, you can get beat the fuck up too. Yeah, and let's not let's not even entertain that the notion, the, the thought of you having hands. Cause see, cause well, it's I'm, not even about you having hands. Like Candace, what Candace was saying, Estelita had a point. But the irony of you calling somebody messy and inserting themselves in mess while you inserting yourself in some mess. Yeah, so it's like you got a point, but it's like it, at best, like Spider Man pointing Spider Man, especially when you really just mad. And because they wrote the clip back, you really just mad at Sierra for some shit from last season, right? Because you got a platter thrown on you, like let it go, C style, right? And even from that preview here, it seemed like shit. If anybody you should have been mad at, it was Carly, Carly. right? Like all roads lead back to Carly. Yo, they really do. <laughs> all mess stems from Carly Red. Damn near all the mess on the show. Damn near comes from Carly Red. So speaking of speaking of of <laughs> on the on the opposite spectrum speaking of how to avoid mess. Mhm. <clears throat> Mimi Bravo. Bravo Mimi. Mimi. But I I peeped it. It was Mimi and her girlfriend. They both were sitting there eating their food. Yeah. And I don't know how or why the fuck Mimi had a burrito in her confessional at the time, but I was hollering. I was like, so you just going to sit there and eat your food at the ranch and in the confessional? Right, and not give two fucks. Just move. And like, she just moved so smoothly out the damn way. She didn't make no fuss. She didn't even alert. No, She would just, her and Ty just calmly slid to the left like it was in the cha-cha slide. Yeah, and, and she was kept, like, I mean, it was bound to happen. A burrito legend. The, uh, yes, yes. So I, I got to give Mimi her props. That shit was that was excellent. Because all, all the fuck we have been saying is that Mimi need to eat her goddamn food and stop getting herself in mess. And what the fuck? So far, because we still got a lot more show. But so far, especially these last couple of weeks, Mimi has been doing it just that, just eating her goddamn food. Yep. And just unbothered as fuck. Just like when that shit popped off when they was at the table and Mimi didn't even flinch. Nope. Woo. So bravo, Mimi. Bravo. Mimi was like, Mimi was like, I'm not going to be in no mess. I got me a new love. And she got a sliver of it fucking with Stevie. And she was like, nope. Mm -hmm. Not going back to that shit. 
and, and Melissa. Mm. Listen, Melissa. Melissa. Big, mm. Melissa showed up looking like somebody's teenage son. And I was like, girl, what are you going through? Like, I understand that you're not like a feminine lesbian, but she showed up looking like she was an extra in roll bounce. She looked look she looked like an extra on Roseanne. I'm like, what are you why you look like this? <laughs> the the black friend on Roseanne. Right. <laughs> I just, I was like, girl, you need, you need to stick to hoodies, cause shit. <laughs> looking like, looking like a scene in the mad real world. Mm. Like, what are you doing, Jack? What are you doing, Melissa? Oof. I'm like, damn, Melissa, you need. Oof. Looking I like, I don't know what the fuck happened to Melissa. Melissa act like she, she seemed like she, like her life force is slipping. Uh, whatever she, like, girl do you need to get in touch with the force like shit you need to communicate with Yoda or something like I don't know what's going on with you but it messy she is she looked like Zordon took her power coin or something like girl get it together <laughs> looking like I'm a ooze that's rude yeah, well mm. I said worse so uh, it's fine that's true um but I just, you know, that that I had that was Mimi was a mood. Mimi is a mood in that goddamn confessional. That shit, yeah. In that context, in that context, that was that was excellent. I was I was thoroughly entertained. A burrito legend eating that burrito didn't have nobody napkin or nothing. So speaking of, and we talked about Eskimo Rose. Speaking of, I the the irony, and I was hollering not because it was funny, but just at the irony. Of when Rashid, when when Mimi did up like, cause Rashida asked like, what? How the fuck did it? What? Well, how do we get here? And Mimi told her, and then Erica Mena asked, trying to play peacemaker. I was like, girl, Erica of Mena, all the fucking people, I hope that she don't come back, cause she don't add shit to the show. Not a goddamn thing. Literally nothing. Like you are worthless and talentless. Just, like you can go be pretty on Instagram. We don't need you on this show. You ain't bringing shit. Not a damn thing. So I, I, I just that that whole thing, and also I don't like how. And I know we talked about a pregame of Curtis said it was the writing, but I don't like how when that whole shit popped off and all roads led back to Carly. She was like, I can't deal with this because because I'm dealing with shit with my dad. That shit was so out of place. Yeah, so. trying to garner sympathy for Carly. Yeah. She was running her mouth and then it resulted in that big old blow up. Yeah. And she just lucky that the energy and the eyes and the focus are not on her like they should be. Right, they were trying to sub- subdue damn um, Tokyo, but I just was like, y'all trash. Like, I don't know who wrote that, but I was like, y'all trash, because that is definitely trying to you gone to something like serious because i because what don't her dad got cancer or something like that i don't know i wouldn't it was some, he got some kind of illness and it's like no shade to him but it was just using that to go on to sympathy after she done got caught in some mess that she literally is the epicenter of i was like y'all trash whoever wrote that shit is trash mm-hmm. and rope jock into it too right because i felt like i feel i feel like jock would have checked on her but it still felt contrived 
or maybe it was the energy that she was putting off because I I felt Jock was genuinely concerned about her, but when how standoffish she was when he came over there, I was like, I was like, she was like, well, do you care? Why do you care? And it's like, well, the bitch, he obviously came over to check on you. Like, what are you doing? Right, acting like you ain't been trying to throw the pussy at him the whole time. Like, girl, go by. Right, go. Right, so I was like, fuck whoever wrote that. Yeah. Um. So the. Yeah, you brought him up. So BK Brasco, speaking of performing, he did all that performing and got into it with every woman in that damn debacle. Listen, I, I guess trying Brasco, to defend. Oh, go ahead, girl. Defend, uh, what's her name? Sierra. Trying to defend Sierra, and it's like, but you whole ass been cheating on her. So like, what are you? This is VV performative. Like, I don't understand. Not only that, but I'm like, you put them, you put them jeans on, and you got to switching around that ranch, fighting with all the women. I was like, oh. Listen, when he, when he started calling them bitches and hoes and all that shit, I was like, now, nah, mm, mm, I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. So, mm-hmm. I, but you know, you know, not my community, not my place, but I'm. Mm, Mm. Mm. All I'm gonna say, something in the milk ain't clean. Something, something, something in his beard ain't clean. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, because it was just like it was so performative. It's like nigga, you've been gross, <laughs> gross. I sensed it, Curtis. I said... That's what I said. Y'all ain't shit because y'all be trying to set me up. Y'all some fake ass friends. Y'all some Carly Red ass motherfuckers. Nobody wins when the family feuds. Shut up, fool. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll just like this. This is, this, this is a lot. Uh, boys, no, this is a lot. You're doing a lot of performing on Sierra's behalf when you have been. Uh, for lack of a better word, let's just call it spade a spade. Mistreating Sierra. I mean, she dumb as fuck, but still, like you, you doing a whole lot and getting into it with literally every woman within a vicinity of Sierra, and it's like you need to calm the fuck down. Right, but I mean, it's like because you you taking advantage of the fact that Sierra is dumb. Right, and it's like if if we if y'all fo- if we focusing on that, we ain't got to focus on me. Right, but then you put the focus on you. And they're acting like you one of the goddamn housewives yelling and screaming. Right. Yo. Real real house niggas of Texas. Real S curl Nebraska. <laughs> real tight pants of never mind. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I think that's it. Cause that's all the notes I have. Um yeah, I don't think I because uh, I think because I mean we got that ending scene, but mm, we we can expand on that next week because it seems like it's going to continue into next week with um, Eskimo and Sierra. May, maybe about to throw hands. Maybe we don't know. We we'll have to see. I just know that I was like, y'all make this ranch trip three episodes. Holy shit! Right. Also, another thing, Rashida love her goddamn fire, boy. I don't know what it is. She yeah. love her damn fire. You remember because it's the scene, the the was it last season or the season before when they had that damn fire that 
healing fire, quote unquote, and she threw that goddamn jewelry in the, in the, in, in the fire like a dummy. Yeah, she like a nice fire, a roast. Uh, mm, neither. Well, was she married to a roast? Never mind. Yeah. She married to charcoal. Good luck, everybody. Um, but yeah, so I think that's it for today because I can't, I don't have anything else in my notes. Me neither. So, uh, yeah, so thank you, listeners. I know we carried on a little long, but y'all be all right. Um, one year, there's a lot of material to get through. Yeah, hashtag content. This, this will get through our three hour work week. It's fine. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Um, one year anniversary is coming up soon. Um, next month. So we'll have something for y'all. Um, make sure you are checking out Gay Side Stories. Um, use the hashtag Gay Side Pod. Um, GaySideStories.com is the hub. Um, by the time this comes out, you should, um, depending on when Curtis put it out, by the time this goes up, y'all, it should be an episode uh, featuring uh, Bianca. So make sure y'all check that out. Correct. Um, and yeah, Candace, you got anything? No, don't be a piece of shit this week and leave people alone. Right. And don't, yeah, and don't um, beg your co workers for money, uh, period. But especially if you are indeed a piece of shit. Um, and with that, we out. So, uh, Curtis, take us out with a benediction. Um, This week's benediction Thou shan't have to get ready if thou stays ready. I don't know how many times the Carters have to tell y'all. Stay ready, but good luck, everybody. All right, and with that, we out. Peace.